0: Hey, this is Asen. How can I help you? Gods, it has been that type of week. <laughs> all fucking week, and we have literally said that two hundred and fifty thousand times this week. Wow, honey. Well, what?
1: I I think we just did the show there, and uh, thank you for coming. And
0: uh... <laughs> no, no, it was Asen mess. Is done. No, Aeson isn't done. Ace is elatically <laughs> pissed off, but he isn't done.
1: Oh no! Rarely do I
0: get done until I'm yeah. done?
1: Well, now, now, if what you're pissed off about is you know the video doesn't look like it's going out to two different places, I can confirm one of them is actually working. Okay. Yeah, I don't know about the other one. I think it's the break room. Like, if you're in the break room, say hi. Yeah. Um. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's supposed to be going out to the break room.
1: Yeah, it popped up when it tried to start. And, yeah, so I'm not sure if it's going to two places. Oh,
0: dear. Do we need to pull me out or pull you out? Um, yes, I need to go out and come back.
1: Okay all right so while he takes care of that we were supposed to have a guest tonight so i'm hopeful that may be the guest trying to get into the show and it looks like it may be um so we'll be back in a few moments uh (laughs) with that guest hopefully um as soon as acen gets that worked out but yeah So, yeah, it's definitely been a week. It's definitely been a struggle. We know that Valentine's Day was yesterday, and of course, as you all know, for any psychic, that is a well-held day. Um, There's no nice way to put that. That is a lot of calls. Um, You know, everything from, will he propose, to why didn't he, or why didn't he even call, or why am I single now? um or how can i not be single so yeah
0: it's definitely oh there he is yes and our My here, everything's over. pulling hey, itself together me. um <laughs> i've got to do some link sharing but you know yeah it has been a very very busy week um it has been a very very crazy week for me as i told one person i was um communicating with that this was my super bowl meets black friday time of the year and that you know when this occurs i do nothing but work i don't clean house i don't schedule my planners laying here in shambles guys but this is the probably the highest time for some stuff and we got some news and i want you to talk about it for a minute while i do some pring um supposedly TikTok, Instagram, everything is going to be possibly banning me.
1: Yeah, that'll be a fun one. All right, I'll let you uh, go get some link PR sharing done. Yes. All right. So, yeah, let me pull you down. All right. So, yeah. So, the joyful fun of TikTok and um, Facebook and all these lovely places is a large part of their money um, that, that comes in is built around ad revenue. And one of the things we've been seeing and we've been talking about on the show is the fact that we see a lot of our communities, um, both the pagan community and the witch talk, and the uh, LGBTQ communities, um, minority. Basically, every minority com- community having issues right now.
0: Yeah, Welcome I mean, you back. didn't even need to pull me down. I just needed to be oh. not talking. I can't type sorry. and talk.
1: Okay, sorry. I thought you needed a minute um so yeah so there's the joyful fun of that um of anyway of seeing these communities falling further and further down the algorithm often to the point of obscurity and invisibility we've talked about that it's quite the pain in the butt um now we've seen from facebook um they are actually looking at reducing the ability to target certain communities and i put those words in air quotes as has about everyone um and of course those certain communities involve religious preference sexual orientation like you you get the theme here um in addition to like uh public figures etc so if you're following any of what would typically be the, you know, marketing criteria for, say, like West Virginia Pagan Pride or Central West Virginia Pagan Pride or, you know, any of the LGBTQ prides, um, that's no longer going to be something that you can specifically target your audience as a page to advertise to. Um, Of course, this creates massive, massive problems for small groups. Uh, Facebook says they're doing it to protect these communities. We're sitting there going, what's the fastest way to basically kick um, minority communities off your platform? It's not by actually going after them. It's by reducing their ability to easily reach out to other members of their community that would be interested in their events while simultaneously pushing them down the algorithm. So right. it looks like quite the speed is the squeeze play coming from Facebook.
0: Right. And that's why it's highly important for you guys to like me on YouTube. You know, I'm Ace and Knight on every social media. Make sure you interlink with that, like it, follow it, and then go over to like Ace and, and com or PCSPNetwork.com and go ahead and jump on that mailing list because my first newsletter that I've not, that have the first news yet letter that I have probably released in three years is going out March 1st to everybody on my mailing list we are going back to old school marketing old school information um granted it's 2020 but these social media networks are starting to um hamper our efforts um they are starting to push us also if you are part of the west virginia or appalachian area considering yourself Mm -hmm. a mountaineer we own mountaineer pagan nexus um we opened mountaineer pagan nexus community over a year ago because facebook was shutting and pushing pagans off the page and reducing their safety um many pagans use pseudonyms that, that wasn't cool with them that's perfectly cool with me you call i'll call you whatever you want come on over to mountain air pagan nexus join the community there we're going to be ramping up efforts there um i host new moon and sabbath chats there um so you guys you're listening out, pull it in and push it in. Hey,
1: Shannon, you're not late. You're perfectly on time. And I will also tack on to what I said. This is also a good time to make sure you are following um, on multiple platforms if you can. um, All the content creators that you enjoy hearing from, especially if you've recognized they are part of any of those minority communities. Um, You may not be seeing as much of them. You may have to seek them out specifically.
0: Yes be prepared yes all right guys so i have a great guest noah on tonight i'm going to bring him on we're going to talk we're going to do this like we normally do once we get done hearing about his wonderful new stuff and his experiences then we'll come back for hot topics and we're going to dive deep into this one all right see you guys later see you later have a sip All right, Noah, how are you?
2: Hey, son, I'm doing all right. How about yourself?
0: Doing well. How's the book coming?
2: The book is, is slow and steady, slow and steady, but it uh, doesn't stop us from putting out courses and content and all that good stuff in the meantime.
0: Oh, yeah. And, you know, that is a lot of work because, you know, I have a few courses myself. Go into what your courses cover. So, at
2: feel good library. We launched that when we after we launched our feel good hemp company, and mm-hmm. basically, I've been a spiritual life and business coach for the last thirteen plus years, and mm-hmm. I've tried so many techniques. Hopefully, you don't hear my five month old crying in the other room. I don't want that. Well, on honey, the if I do,
0: she's only wanting to jump into the interview too, so that's <laughs> no big deal. It's a little We're late in the
2: This is the witching hour.
0: Uh huh. <laughs>
2: So, but anyway, um, I've been a spiritual life and business coach for 13 years, help people achieve all kinds of things. And I'm sure we'll get into the story about my father and what we did there. Uh, So really we just took all the good stuff that works and makes a difference for people and made a difference for my clients and myself, (laughs) put out mini courses on all of it and gave it away at the feelgoodlibrary.com. And my wife was a yoga teacher and a sound healer and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, a sound healing goddess. She uh, put out meditations and, sound healings and guided meditations and things like that on there too.
0: Mm-hmm. So with the feel good library in general, it's kind of an information station.
2: Definitely. It's exactly like what it sounds. It's a library yeah. full of mini courses that can give you tools, techniques, mindsets, and, uh, things you can utilize to feel good naturally. That's mm-hmm. really what my companies are all about is helping people to feel right. good naturally.
0: Well, you know, one of your companies, the hemp company has gone through a lot um, when we start looking at the hemp industry in itself. You want to talk about that a minute?
2: Oh, for sure. So we founded Feel Good Hemp uh, after using hemp oil as part of the protocol that we used to save my dad's life from a death sentence. Mm
0: -hmm. They gave him
2: three months to live. He had a tumor on his liver about the size of a football stage four liver cancer. They didn't give him a treatment plan. They gave him three months to live. And we actually were able to have him completely cancer-free in four months. And that was over four years ago. Mm-hmm. Are you looking frozen on my screen? Can you still hear me all right?
0: I can still hear you fine. It may look cool. frozen on ours and it's cause we're broadcasting out to so many locations.
2: Yeah, Don't it's, worry it's a sure. really cool platform you got going here. So what's up everybody, by the way, nice to meet y'all. Um, So, yeah, we, you know, reversed my dad's death sentence and that's why we started the Hem company to begin with. And yeah, I don't know if I even told you guys this, but we've been through everything. I mean, you can't advertise here. You can't advertise there. You can't tell people, you can't make claims about what your product does, even though that's what it does for so many people over and over again. People say, oh my God, I got this terrible knee pain. I rub your balm on it. The knee pain goes right away but I can't mm-hmm. actually say that on my website or I could lose my payment processing. I could get mm-hmm. fined by the government. Um, it was even so bad at the, at the very beginning, which was early 2018, they had just legalized, re-legalized hemp in the United States. And it took me over six months to be able to take a credit card from someone online. Like mm-hmm. things that other industries take completely for granted as a yeah. multi, multiple you know, serial entrepreneur, I never thought that credit card processing would be like my big boulder to lift. Right. But that was six months of it right there.
0: It is. Now, which processor did you end up going with?
2: So actually square of all people corporate square opened up a CBD beta program, probably in middle of 2018. And I knew someone Uh over there who told me about it and got me to the front of the line. And it was like a total miracle. Um, I think it's a lot less of a difficult thing to get nowadays. Uh, But back then, everyone was they're, You
0: know, they're still holding um, discrimination against anything occult.
2: Yeah. Anything that is counter the agenda of big pharma is is what, you you know, it's it's all natural medicines. You know, these are what, back in the 20s, it was something like 40 plus percent of prescriptions that came out of a doctor's office had cannabis in it somewhere.
0: Right. Uh, And see, that was the big thing. And that was a big trouble because, you know... Everyone talks about hemp and cannabis and how evil that was and all this back then. It wasn't a thing there. What it really was was your paper companies, your rope-making companies. 100%. It's all just politics and big big business. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And now it's big pharma because now that leading-edge science is isolating so many of the unique cannabinoids, which is basically (laughs) THC, CBD, those are different cannabinoids, and the hemp plant has at least 114, if not more, of these different cannabinoids. Right. And the ones that are less available, just like every two months, every three months, they're figuring out processes to isolate these compounds and to extract them in larger quantities, in, in which case you can then actually do things with them. And you know, certain of these compounds are better for sleep, and certain are better for pain, and certain are better for neurogenesis. And, mm-hmm. and they're doing these studies and, and finding these things, and it's sort of like there's a whole pharmacy in a single plant. And, of course, Big Pharma, who wants to keep you hooked, sick, and on their stuff for life, they don't want you to know that there's actually ways
0: to help the body heal. Right. It doesn't do them well.
2: Well, it doesn't make a profit, right? It's, mm-hmm. You know, to expand out to other broader categories, it's like, why are we still burning gasoline? You know, why are, right. why do our cars essentially look the same and act the same as when they were first invented 100 years ago? Well, it doesn't make certain people profit for us to actually advance our energy technologies and release that, you know, and I don't know how fringe your audience gets and how far down these oh, rabbit holes you know, want to go. i an but...
0: international audience, you know, so I've got people that are already enjoying like the bullet trains in France that are already enjoying the bullet trains in China that are already totally solar powered houses built by the government for the people, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have to realize that we are in a very, when we're talking about a lot of this, it's microcosm. Um, The United States is a very weird microcosm if we compare it to like Germany and Italy and the UK, which is my standard for psychic services and a good standard for medical services. And they've been using CBT, CBT and a lot of the derivatives from hemp over there for 20 years now. Yeah,
2: they also don't give opioids to their patients right (laughs) which is probably killing more americans per year now than maybe
0: anything else well what's weird and this is what gets me is there's a i think there's a place for opioids in medicine i also think that it should be refined opioids and what we're finding is it's not the people that are prescribed need it actually have pain management problems that type of thing it's because they're arresting the doctors that were their pain management people and then they're forced to do what suffering pain or take something off the street right and we're right back to a repeat of the 50s 60s and 70s and the hemp industry uh,
2: yeah it's a sticky situation you know i think yeah. it comes down to uh across the board it comes down mm-hmm. to and i think this is happening regardless of how it might appear that it's not it comes down to taking apart these systems that keep keep us in pain and constraint. Mm-hmm. There are people sure. who benefit and profit, like all this war talk right now. Yeah, ninety nine point nine nine nine. and they're still
0: pumping the same amount of stuff they were pumping last week. Exactly. We 2%. No one we wants to, to, go to war. from Russia. Nobody it's wants to see to that.
2: Kiev's a beautiful city. I know people who yeah. live there. I don't want them yeah. to go to war, but Raytheon does. You know, Lockheed you know, Martin does.
0: does. Russia does. Russia wants <laughs> to go to war because their economy is down. Their economy has been down for two years. Their stock market is sucking. They need to go to war because it makes them money.
2: Anyone who goes to war makes money because it kicks everyone into a production mode. And uh, you know, you get to make all these extra goods. And mm-hmm. yeah. So it's it's yeah. It's all the same thing, you know, to, uh-huh. to speak of it at the in the most meta sense, we're in a great awakening right now. And like anyone who's in a bad relationship, what happens right before you get out of that bad relationship? Well, it gets really bad and you realize how bad it is and you acknowledge how bad it is. And it suddenly seems even worse than when you were hiding from how bad it is. And it's the Correct. worst it ever is. And then uh-huh. it ends. And then right. there's transformation. And then there's freedom. And then there's an opening. And that's what humanity is going through right now. We are at the right. end of a very bad relationship with a lot of power structures that do mm-hmm. not serve, where the awakened, profitable, like just prosperous and free society that we're moving into that's coming into creation. You know, from a, a yogic right. perspective, they talk about the yugas. Or the they're just kind of like ages. And we are in the right. age of Aquarius, very much mm-hmm. so. And we are in an enlightening time. And there are times of darkening and times where the 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 point of of the change is to get denser and with more suffering and more pain on this plane mm-hmm. on this earth. But that's not the time we're in right now. We are in a great
0: awakening right now. We are going right. nowhere but up. up in that. That vibrational level, if if I'm if I'm familiar enough, and I'm not because this is just a little area I've touched on, mm-hmm. um, we're moving into a higher vibration, a more feminine energy vibration.
2: Absolutely, so
0: in feminine feminine mm-hmm. leaders making the ways. Now, granted, we have some front what I call some frontliners like Queen Elizabeth, who has already been shown it. The Queen of Holland already been shown that she ain't putting up a shit either. Um, <laughs> if we look at Australia's Prime Minister right now. Her and the former Prime Minister of Germany, both of them could kick anybody's ass. I'd love to see them, you know, show our presidents a few things to do. I am, everyone thinks that I'm total Democrat. No, I'm total about who's doing the job. And we're yeah, seeing a man. lot of corporate greed going on here lately.
2: Oh yeah, from both sides. And, and to speak to that feminine energy too, it, it, can, it can also be the awakened feminine in a masculine body. Right. So Uh Paramahansa Yogananda, who wrote the Autobiography of a Yogi, which is, you know, a book that George Harrison from the Beatles always had a stack of was always handing out to people. It's sort of like it's like the the gateway drug, so to speak, to like spiritual realization and what like the yogic masters have been able to achieve in a human body Uh and and what's possible for for humanity. And um, in that book, Yogananda talks about how the perfected human is literally 50 percent masculine and 50 percent feminine whether it's Mm -hmm. in a a male body or a female body doesn't matter. So when I'm holding my five month old, and I'm playful, and I'm light, and I'm spontaneous, and I'm carefree, and I'm joyous, and I'm spacious, that's me and my feminine, right? And then Mm -hmm. when I'm you know, running uh, paid traffic campaigns to my website and I'm optimizing conversions and I'm doing the these rigid and structured and organized and, you know, disciplined things like that's me and my masculine. And, and I think that what we've seen, um, you know, they like to call it toxic masculinity. I don't know if I really love that phrase because I
0: don't like it, it either
2: it puts it too much it, it makes people go like oh look like that's toxic masculinity like he's got muscles and he just flexed them like no that's not what toxic masculinity is toxic masculinity is is like a myopic focus on the masculine mm-hmm. energy at all costs without the balance and harmony that the feminine brings to it and mm-hmm. you could have toxic femininity where there's this myopic focus on the feminine energy without the balance Balancing mm-hmm. force that the masculine brings to it, right? Like, right. I don't know how we got so down this rabbit hole, but just one last thing, honey. I mean, we'll go it. down
0: rabbit holes. Welcome <laughs> to the coffee shop. We talk about a lot, and we talk about everything you're doing and getting hey, everything. I love about it,
2: man. It. It's a great format,
0: yeah. And that's because, and I recently had a guest, and they said, Well, I'm not psychic, do I fit on your show? And I'm like, Yeah, come sit at the table, let's have a conversation, let's get into what we're doing. You know, yeah, we you got a book coming out. You've got the Feel Good Library. We've got CBD oil that's looks to be higher quality and higher dose than what is normally out there. What's the what's the deal here?
2: Yeah, so I'll, I'll give it to you guys. What's your away. process different? It isn't. And, and, and I'm probably the only CBD company owner out there who would say that. Now, there is standards of quality, and we adhere to all of them to make a high-quality product. But every okay. other CBD company out there is going to say, ours is the best. We got the best. Ours is the best stuff. And it's really just they don't know anything better to say about what they got okay. going on, for the most part. Right? There are some people who are doing some really advanced things and leading edge in, in, in different kinds of processes, But for the most part, um, what you're looking for is a simple product, meaning that it doesn't have a bunch of extra stuff in it, like a CBD soda or CBD gummy bears with like sugar and chemicals and additives. Mm -hmm. It's that junk. You want a simple product. You want it to come from organic hemp grown in the USA, right? Mm -hmm. You want it to be full spectrum. And what that means is it's got the other cannabinoids, at least a little bit in it, right? So it's not just CBD isolate. The difference is like, Getting your vitamin c from an orange or getting your vitamin c from a capsule that's isolated right you get better a better result in your body from full spectrum or from eating that orange same thing with full spectrum cbd you're going to get a better healing and beneficial effect to your body from doing a full spectrum oil and then it should should be in a high absorption material like mct oil olive oil um, and and it should have a certificate of analysis, is called so a COA. What that means is widely publicly available lab results that show that this thing is the dosage it says it is, is tested for heavy metals and fungal fungal content and all that kind of stuff to be clean and pure and uh, quality, right? So if you find all a right. product that has good good quality absorption material made from hemp grown in the USA, full spectrum quality ingredients and has a lab report out there so you can verify you know the fda did this study and saw that something like 83 percent of cbd products they tested were not what they said they were right mm-hmm. so if you if you look for those things you've got a quality product now what i'll say though is that a lot of people they try cbd and they go like "Ah, it didn't really do much for me because oftentimes they're grabbing that CBD soda that's got, you know, 10 milligrams of CBD in it, or they're grabbing some CBD sleep solution that has like 12 milligrams of CBD per serving plus like valerian root and lavender. And so it like looks really fancy. But what I say is that for the typical person, an actual effective dose of CBD is going to be about 30 milligrams. Um, if you're someone who thinks you're highly sensitive, maybe you would start more at like 15 milligrams. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the average folk, 30 milligrams, and then there's people who take more than that. Right. Um, yeah. the reason I bring that up though, is because so many people, they try a product that's got 10 milligrams and it doesn't do anything. And then they just kind of write it off.
0: Right. And that's because a lot of people, I know, you know, unless you're searching out CBD, like when I tried CBD, it's grab the stuff at the gas station, grab the stuff at the head shop. Right. And I'm like, this is nothing. That was a cute gummy bears. Actually the comment I had. and went on i mean there was no effects to it and you know this is different than your gas station stuff this is different than you know the stuff you're going to grab at the head shop most likely because most likely most head shops are not going to invest in high quality products because this isn't what they sell it
2: yeah and you know part of it too is to have the right expectation going in Like, if you want to get high, grab some ganja and smoke it, right? If you want to get lifted, CBD is not your substance. Most people, when they take it for the first time, they're feeling like a whole body relaxation, an anti-inflammatory effect. I would Mm say 80% of my clients get relaxed and calm. 20%, Mm -hmm. for some reason, when they're taking it for the first time, they get more energized, actually. And the only explanation I can come up with that is that they're reducing inflammation in the body and they're liberating extra energy that their body was using to fight inflammation.
0: Actually, I got a comment on that one. Oh, yeah? I'd love to know how many of those 20% are ADHD.
2: Oh, that's an interesting thing. I'll have, to, I'll have to ask the next time I hear that. And be like, hey, so you got you
0: got the ADHD then? <laughs> yeah, and here's why. It's because with the ADHD brain wiring, yeah, you can give them Benadryl and they will bounce off the wall. You can huh. give them... You know, most ADHD clients I get in when I'm coaching and stuff, I'll go, okay, so what's your coffee intake a day? And they're like, one, two cups. The doctor tells me not to drink that much. So go up to you go up to one pot of coffee a day and suddenly they can focus. Suddenly they got their same mindset. Suddenly they got everything together. And I'm like, You know, that mm-hmm. makes a
2: lot of sense because, uh, you know, like Ritalin or what's the one that all the college kids take? I forgot, but. It's like for studying, Adderall, mm-hmm. right? Adderall. That's that's you know one guy, a chemist I knew, said that Adderall is like a couple molecules away from methamphetamine. He's yeah, like, like two. Yeah, it's pretty much meth, right? So, but mm-hmm. they take that to calm down. So that that does mm-hmm. make sense, actually.
0: Right. So you know, looking at that, I wouldn't be surprised that twenty percent you find is totally ADHD, and it's like, okay, this is going to cause you to get hyper. So this is what you need to do, and this is how you so use drink that. a pot of coffee with your CBD. <laughs> Forget drink a pot of coffee with it. Let's get a new product rolling here. CBD coffee. I mean, it's in everything from lube up. I don't understand why they've not made CBD coffee yet. I bet you you find it somewhere.
2: Someone's got it. You know, I've yeah. seen every every variation from bath bombs to whatever. You know, we keep it real. We just have we have soft gels. We have a tincture. And we have a bomb. If you want to rub it on, you want to drop it under your tongue, or you don't like that, you want to just pop down the capsule, that's what we roll with. Because we're really, you know, the other thing I'll say about CBD is, um, you know, most people don't know that it's an essential nutrient in the body. Not CBD specifically, but cannabinoids. So there's this endocannabinoid system, right? It's throughout our whole body. And there's receptors in every major organ, receptors in our bones, in our, in our muscles, and when these receptors receive cannabinoids like cbd or others it basically regulates the harmony of that system right so if if you have a good amount of cannabinoids in your system your body's working in greater harmony it's reducing all the inflammation it's a, it's a whole body anti-inflammatory right and and this is so natural to us that literally a lot of people don't know this literally cannabinoids are passed in mother's breast milk to the baby mm-hmm. right That's how essential of a nutrient this is. So a lot of people think of CBD as like, oh, I want to get extra relaxed or, oh, I want to go to sleep. And that's fine. It helps people go to sleep. It helps people lose weight. It helps people reduce pain or remove pain, all those things. But I think of CBD as just a great nutrient for optimal wellness, right? Like I take it like how I think about taking vitamin D3 or B12 or some of these other things that are maybe harder to find in our food nowadays that help the body function great you know i take cbd every night because i'm just i'm just doing the sort of the pre-work instead of waiting for everything to fall apart and be like oh no there's a huge problem my you know i got crohn's or i got whatever uh i just use it as a preventative essentially and 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 so i feel like people don't usually come at it with that mindset it's like people aren't out there educating on that they are more thinking of it like how you think of ganja like hey i want to have a good time I want to get lifted mm-hmm. or elevated, or I want to change my state. So let's try that CBD. I've heard about it, but
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know, like I take 30 milligrams every night. That doesn't really do anything to me anymore, but I notice it. If I stop taking it for, you know, a couple of weeks and my uh, cannabinoid system sort of starts to run a little bit drier on how much cannabinoids it has in the body, then I'll start to notice like, oh, I got a little sciatic pain going on again. Oh, where's that? Oh, I haven't been taking my CBD. And I start taking it again and I don't have those things.
0: Mm-hmm. um so what about those that have to go through testing random testing how is the industry well how is your company doing dealing with it are you you know that thc problem or you know how can people get around that if they have to do random drug testing they're taking cbd they're not doing the gondra what's going yeah. on with that now
2: so full disclosure i haven't researched this in the last six months so i don't know if Things have changed, but here's here's what I know is that they have seen cases where even people who are taking a CBD isolate, where it has literally 0%, zero percent, zero point zero 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 percent THC in it, they've seen cases where people taking CBD isolate have somehow shown up positive on a drug test for THC. Mm-hmm. And so I just caution everyone to like proceed to your own risk. None of our products are THC free because okay. you know they have point two percent they're federally legal in all 50 states right um they have like 0.2 percent thc in them which is nothing that's going to get anyone high but it does contribute to that entourage effect of the full spectrum right it helps right. it have a more medicinal impact on the body um right and then for people who need to take that isolate the reason i don't bother to sell an isolate is because i don't actually believe that you're necessarily totally safe just by taking an isolate like because yeah. we have heard of these cases and the, the science is still out. So I would say proceed with caution and mm-hmm. decide what's most important to you. If CBD is really adding to your quality of life, it's taking away major pain. You know, I just got interviewed by a woman who got diagnosed with Crohn's disease, was okay. bedridden in pain, and mm-hmm. within five days, she was actually using a CBD suppository. And mm-hmm. there's 100 milligrams of CBD straight up the pooper and and 5 days in no pain mm-hmm. all her symptoms go away mm-hmm. and she's still positive for crohn's because apparently that's one of those right. diseases that they say is just you have it forever but right. she doesn't have any symptoms of it anymore and all it took was a week of of a reasonable dose of cbd treatment for her to get there right. so you know if she's the person who is dealing with the potentiality of being drug tested well you got to decide do I want to have? Well, I, I wanna... think
0: if you go out and go in there, and you are, you know, and you take your bottle that you're going to get because it isn't, a, you know, some crappy brown bottle that looks a little sketchy. It's a nice labeled, full size bottle has all the information on it, yeah. has all the federal approval on it, and say, yes, I'm taking this right yeah. out the gate. They're going to look at it and go, oh, okay. Well, before you even, you know. When you do the direct test, oh, yeah, it shows that he's taking CBD.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that's confusing is that Uh we've seen THC come positive in people taking Uh high doses of CBD or even moderate doses of CBD. Now, this Uh is only there's so little science on it. This is just like hearsay almost at this point. Uh, But that's why I tell everyone to proceed with caution, because I can't give you that guarantee. And if it hinders your life in some other way, then
0: I can't be responsible for that. So I just no, you can't be. And that's why I'm like, I'll tell you how to get how to do this. Is this called be honest? Yeah. Okay. I take a a large amount of pain medicine. If I have to go and take a test, I'll walk in with my level of S and go, here you go. Have fun checking them off your list.
2: Right, and and hopefully your employer has common sense, right? Because uh-huh. there seems to be a lacking of that in certain areas of the world right now. And so, you know, I, if if they're no like, these are law rules, law. rules, rules are rules, well, you probably need a better job and a better employer anyway, right? Unless it's uh, unless you're deep in the U.S. government and that's how they're being, then, you know, what can I
0: say? It's, well, it's actually, that's why we're not seeing a lot of problems at. Well, we're seeing a lot of problems at is these little state governments that are pains in the asses. Oh, I don't want to act okay. like little mini in mini Italy's. But, <laughs> um. So let's talk about some government regulations and some paperwork crap because you're you know my industry is going through it. Your industry has been going through it. Let's swap some war stories here. It took you six months to be able to take a credit card. It I'll took you it. 15 years to be able to take a credit card. Wow. So wow. how was that process? How did it, how did you work that process?
2: Well, it was an everyday affair and literally it didn't open up until uh, Square themselves opened up. But I'll tell you a recent fun one that we got to go through. So it now says on on every one of my labels, it now says, do not exceed 70 milligrams in a 24-hour period. And the funny thing about that is that when my dad was healing his liver cancer, uh, mm-hmm. he was probably taking about – I want to say 500 to 750 milligrams a day right. about damn near 10 X of what I have to say on my bottle. You should not exceed in a 24 hour period. And it sucks because like the story I just shared, that woman with the Crohn's she's taking hundred milligrams every night. And mm-hmm. so I have to put it on my bottle because I had to put it on my bottle and right. that's how I can still sell this bottle. And right. I'll tell anyone listening though, that you take what feels right for you. If you, t- if you take 30 and it, it helps you feel right, great. 60, great. 90, great. 120, great. You know, it, The only thing that could ever happen that's an issue is that um, if you're on certain drugs, the kinds of drugs that say don't eat your grapefruit with this drug, the reason why it says that is because you have these certain enzymes in your liver that are going to be used to process the drug, whatever pharmaceutical it is like statins or whatever Mm -hmm. Um, and grapefruit and digesting that will, will sort of take up the same bandwidth of those enzymes from your liver. And so it can cause toxicity from your medication. So the only thing that can happen is um, you might need to say, okay, well I take those medicines in the morning. I take my CBD at night. Right. But other than that, this arbitrary, milligram dosage that I have to have on all my products now. It's just that it's just more regulation and more red Mm -hmm. tape. And I got to do the song and dance to play along for the same reason why I can't say even on my website, CBD may help you with pain or anxiety or all these things that people come and buy, you know, exactly. Depression, weight loss, pain, anxiety. I mean, I even had a friend whose, whose dad was starting to have early onset dementia and Alzheimer's. So he buys a bottle of our stuff, sends it over to him. He gets a phone call uh, the next day from his dad. And he says, hey, thanks for that. He's like, I slept great. he's like, and I, and I didn't tell you this, but every night while I was going to sleep for the last little bit, I've been hearing the sound of a train running down the tracks inside my head. And uh, that went away too. <laughs> and <laughs> he's like, dad, why aren't you telling me this stuff? But also great, you know, like right. wherever you're – wherever your body needs the cannabinoids the most that's you know where the weakest link is where it's going to go so mm-hmm. if, if your cannabinoid system is dry the weakest link goes first so some people have you know uh dementia early onset uh, alzheimer's right. and those kinds of problems starting some people got arthritis you know my grandma's 95 years old with cbd twice a day she has a quality of life without it she has arthritis throughout her whole freaking body you know no. and she's a sweet jewish lady from new york so she's always telling me "Noah, i love the cbd
0: thank you so much send it again Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah um so you know you've gone through that what other regulations do you have to put up with
2: i mean it's constant man it's 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 not my expertise it's not Mm -hmm. my forte I'm not the guy who wants to read the, the latest legal press releases. I, I pay people to keep me informed. I pay people mm-hmm. to keep my labels up to code because at the end of the day, I'm just about um, giving the good stuff to the people and helping people get things that help them feel good. Like that's my mission in life is to, right. is to be awesome at that. And so, you know, the government's going to do what they're going to do. The regulations are going to change. I think mm-hmm. it's going to keep opening up. You know, I see it is what's happened with psychedelics for example and the wave of support that's coming uh behind them from silicon Mm -hmm. valley and high-level entrepreneurs and investors and multiple states legalizing entheogens meaning like ayahuasca iboga uh, psilocybin mushrooms uh, mesclin or peyote like they're all being i mean there's multiple states that have legalized all of that so Mm -hmm. like i said we're in an awakening period yeah there's a stupid thing on my label right now maybe in five years it'll be gone and they'll just be like hey we were just trying to let big pharma get in on the action and we couldn't stop the wave of goodness that wanted to take over this world so right. say what you and, want
0: <laughs> you know and you know you've got the free platform that's a very extensive platform i mean there's classes on increasing your awareness and yoga and you know environment for success true you know totally emotional reset um but how'd you get into this like you know you're dating the yoga goddess we get that but how did you get into you know running the feel good Library, running the um hemp company where did that all start at so
2: i never thought i was going to start a hemp company in fact i have multiple multi-millionaire entrepreneur friends who've been in the hemp business in one way shape or form and i was always like that's great i'm so happy for you and i was doing my thing um I've always been a sort of coach, thought leader, uh, influencer, I guess, before they even called it that, right? Putting out Mm -hmm. YouTube videos in 2008. They didn't call you an influencer yet. Um, I don't like that title. (laughs) But I've always been a person who's obsessed with learning, experimenting with the self, and then teaching what works to others. And so that's what I was doing. And I was doing it so well that multiple other thought leaders... And you know, people with books and coaching programs and platforms of their own, they started asking me to do their marketing. So I built an, a marketing company called Ohm Marketing Group. And I was doing all these thought leaders' marketing, helping them all make multi-millions. And um, and then I decided, you know, I'm helping all these people do this, and it's a lot of work. Like I got this big team, it's constant demands. Let me just go sell a course on how to do this so I can stop doing it. And Mm -hmm. I don't think the divine plan was in order for that one because we just spent all our ad budget, all our team budget. We just destroyed that company literally overnight. In in a month's time, we spent through all of our cash reserves. The program didn't take off, even though I was doing it on such a high level for other people. It just, it wasn't my destiny. It wasn't my calling. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm down on my knees with an empty bank account, rent to pay that I'm not sure how to pay living in LA. And then I get the call that, hey, Noah, you know, your dad's really sick. You got to get down to San Diego. And, and he had the, the stage four cancer diagnosis. So I had a couple personal clients work with me and I just kind of said, you know what? I'm not going to rush to go rebuild my business or to find out what's next. I'm just going to focus on doing what I can with what I have and with what's in front of me. And I'm just going to surrender all that stuff for right now. And I'm going to help my dad. So my yeah. wife and I, we downsized and moved to this quaint, nice enough but crummy apartment down in san diego and and we just got to work you know we were literally we weren't just giving him the hemp oil protocol we were also a large part of the protocol was vegetable juicing specifically Mm -hmm. with a lot of beets and carrots because they're good for the liver and my dad needed to rebuild his liver so i was literally buying beets by the case from the grocery store like having the grocer go in the back and freaking come out with a box full of beets for me to Mm -hmm. shuck and chop and juice And we were dropping 40 ounces a day of fresh veggie juice over at his house. And so, you know, we got him well and woohoo, big win. And then because we were now familiar with the hemp oils, my wife was holding a sound bath. And we decided, hey, you know, let's just bring CBD capsules with us. You know, for 10 bucks more, people can get a dose at the door. It's like an upsell to the sound bath, right? Uh So probably 60, 70% of the people bought it. And it was just the most peaceful and dropped in sound bath we had ever done. We could just feel the peace in the room, right? Mm -hmm. And at the end, we're like, hey, we got some extra of these capsules. If you guys want them, two for one. And we sold out of everything in a minute, right? And Mm -hmm. the next morning, my wife, who loves to sleep in, loves to just snuggle in bed. She pops out of bed at 8 in the morning. She's like, I can't sleep. Like, let's get up. And we're sitting on the porch having a matcha. We're up in Topanga Canyon looking off at at the mountains. And she's just like, I think we should start a CBD business. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. absolutely, great idea. You know, she was the muse of the project for sure. And that's how we got started. And it was very humble. Our first products went out in like hand labeled jars with little stickers on them. And uh, I remember. Like we sent our first package in the mail, maybe like two weeks before it got fully federally legalized. So I remember being so nervous, like practicing, I'm, I'm not a good liar. So it's like, I'm practicing what I'm going to say to the person when they ask me what's in the package at the post office, like it's mm-hmm. supplements, it's vitamins, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. so, but that's how we got started, man. And and from there, you know, we attracted a small investor um, and later a bigger investor and kind of took off from there and then the feel good library is really that you know i couldn't just sit there giving out cbd and doing what every other company does where they say cbd is a magic bullet it's going to solve all your problems and we have the best one i knew that from my training as a coach and from all that i'd done with people that there are a lot of layers to a human right Mm -hmm. we have a mental body an emotional body a physical body you know you might want to call it a physical body an aura. Or your astral body and then your causal body your universal self right your cosmic consciousness and there's all these layers of the being there's a lot of different models that have lots of different you know ways of, of describing these different layers but there are multiple okay. layers to our being and yeah you can take cbd to get rid of uh, the pain you have in your wrist or you can also uncover the limiting belief that's been lodged in you since you were you know, 12 about something. And then that's actually the root cause of the pain in your wrist. And I see that kind of mm-hmm. stuff all the time. Like we, we, the physical body, we think of ourselves primarily as that, but we are actually an energetic body first and a physical body last, right? That's mm-hmm. our densest self. And it feels the most real because we got our five senses telling us this is physical, but what modern science and ancient mystics all know is that this thing is is an illusion. It is Mm -hmm. 99.9% empty space. It's a vibrational pattern of energy interacting Mm -hmm. in electromagnetic fields. You are not a freaking body, right? And you're not a mind. You are something much greater than that. And you can look at the scientific studies of near-death experiences, people leaving their body and having their experience of oneness consciousness return to them, having their great forgetting end and having them remember who they really truly are and then coming back to tell us about it. And there's thousands of these documented stories and they all sound Mm -hmm. damn similar, right? Whatever way you want to look at it is a fact that we are more than a body and more than a mind. And so I wouldn't be doing this project justice if I didn't offer complementary techniques and approaches to Mm -hmm. supporting
0: the whole being of our clients. Mm -hmm. So let's talk success stories. Because we can't talk about the benefit of the product, but we can talk about your success stories. What's your clients experienced?
2: I mean, we've got them all, man. I I've got people who take it for Crohn's, like I mentioned with that person who mm-hmm. just interviewed me. Um, and their their symptoms subside and and they're not undiagnosed with the thing. Like my dad mm-hmm. still technically in the modern medical world has liver cancer. He's just been completely cancer-free for four plus years and is the healthiest person with liver cancer they've ever met. Um uh-huh. Pain, right? People with knee pain talking about getting knee surgeries, talking about I've had this knee pain for nine months and it's getting in the way of surfing now, and I can't have that. It's, you know, my uh, father-in-law is an everyday surfer, and his surf buddies all use our balm and use our tincture to just deal with aches and pains. My my grandmother, who's ninety-five, and lives on this stuff. You know, oh, she God. has whole-body pain when she doesn't take it, and then she doesn't mm-hmm. when she does. Right, so. Uh, all kinds of things. Even uh, people are talking about it, especially with all this COVID stuff and the, all this inflammation, inflammatory response of the lungs, they call it the cytokine storm. There's preliminary research out there to show that CBD and, and being well-nourished in your in your uh, endocannabinoid system can even prevent or reduce those kinds of, of responses from the body and, and help with what's going on with people in that world. So, I mean, we've got it all from it, it helps me sleep at night. I take this. I sleep like a rock. I wake up feeling like a million bucks. Uh, we have people who who take it to manage their diabetes better and who are on less insulin uh, because they've used CBD to help their body uh, naturally reduce its inflammation, naturally manages blood sugar better. Everything just functions better when you have the right amount of cannabinoids in your body. So I think it's really important to say that the, the true miracle is not CBD itself. The true miracle is the endocannabinoid system in our body, which mm-hmm. science only discovered in the early 90s. And it's this harmony center of the body. Now, we just happen to use CBD as a great way to uh, fill and nourish that cannabinoid system uh, because it's widely available and super beneficial and has all these things from from pain to sleep to anxiety reduction, all that going on. Um, but yeah, I just... I think that's worth bringing up because again, I never want to position CBD as a magic bullet. I really want people to understand that it's, it's a a great supplement for optimal wellness and really truly our bodies are the miracle and you are the healer.
0: Right. Very much so. And you guys, that is again, the feelgoodlibrary.com. And if they want to go directly for your products, like they're not interested in the courses, they want the products, where do they go?
2: Feelgoodhemp.org. Yeah. All
0: right. Thank you so much, Noah, for coming on, and I'll catch you again later.
2: Awesome, A. son. Well, thanks for having me and enjoy the rest of your evening. You too. All
0: right, guys, let's take a sip. Okay. There we are. Interesting. Yeah. Yes,
1: yes. I was enjoying that one so much, I didn't even realize you were about to switch me out. (laughs) I was just hanging out over here, doing my graphics, listening to the talk about CBD. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a lot of things going on there. Mm -hmm. Uh, No. Very, very cool. Very, very cool.
0: Yeah. So, you know, uh, Jade, yes, I am taking readings tonight. Um, Mm -hmm. I do need your name, your birth date, and your question. Um, go check out the Feel Good Library. It looks like there's a lot of courses there, a lot of information. He's got a lot of information. And of course, I, his CBD looks very high quality. It's a lot better than what we've seen. So there's been a lot of things going on in the news. There's a lot of scandal bucket going on in the news.
1: What there do you want to tackle first? Well, now, before we jump into that, I do want to say, like, that's been probably, like, the weirdest part about CBD for me. Mm -hmm. has been like the places that have carried it and promoted it and sold it and etc like it's been like some of the places it's like i don't want to buy like i don't want to buy from there so i i do have to say i'm kind of liking the you know let's get it out of like the, the porn stores and the, you know, like the like the gas stations, like right. and into more like high. Yeah. That's a place I would consider buying something that I'm going to take as a supplement for my body. Like that's right. the part that's weirded me out for the longest time is it's like, like I have that problem. Like when people first started taking it and I'm like, Really? Like well, and, a, and I think
0: we he really addressed it. We glossed over it, but he really addressed it. Is mm-hmm. that it is? There we go. Oh, there we Got go. your name back on. Um, yeah, I'm a that it's really is a dosing issue, and that's what I thought it was. Oh yeah. Well, there's definitely that, but yeah. and then there's the quality
1: of product and all that. But I'm just like, you want to buy stuff for your body from the same place that like they sell the spice fake stuff shit that got everyone all like zombie crazy
3: uh-huh. like, like, that's been my biggest ball.
1: problem yeah that's been my biggest problem is like you know, like K2 and spice and the CBD gummies like I yeah. don't know that's a good life choice so I'm really liking the fact that like CBD at least is starting to get like some quality controls some better people into the mix that are selling it. And it's going through channels that make more sense now.
0: Right. And, you know, good suppliers. That's the importance with a lot of things. Um, Always having a good, reactable supplier. And we found that in other products that we use personally. It's like, this is crap. This is real. They look the same, but they're not.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, no, those are things that really, like, I don't know, maybe it's me moving into my 40s. Um, I'm not there yet. I'm just, I, like, I'm I'm almost there. Uh-huh. Almost there. I jumped the hump this year, okay? So let you me have there. my last five minutes of 30s. Um, but as I'm moving into my 40s, is it's kind of like, you know, <laughs> you do start to have that moment of, like, where has this been? Mm-hmm. Like, what did you, you know, versus like your 20s when it's, you know, like I saw a TikToker recently making fun of the whole like age dichotomy where it's Uh like in your 20s, you'll like, you know, do a keg stand and, you know, the 50 dudes have had their mouth on the tube. Uh Like, you just don't care. It's like, right. And then you start moving towards your 40s and it's like, um, excuse me. Um, can I get the you know bottled water that's been ethically sourced and like make good life choices? Um, <laughs> just say it; it's part of living. It yeah. This is with me. But alrighty, so moving into
0: fun topics, let's move into the Wendy Williams topic. Oh I was my telling god! You, about you were. This. I, am I know. I'm still... What sending you a article in private. Oh, I just awesome. realized. Uh, I've got like a list of post-it notes over here that didn't make it to your desk. Oh,
1: good. Because that's always helpful. Yes. Um, but that's okay. That's cool. Uh, we'll work around it. We'll work around it. Uh, ooh. Interesting. Uh, so, her lawyer also repped her ex... Damn. Lawsuits make for strange bedfellows, I'll say that. So mm-hmm. Lashawn Thomas, the attorney representing Wendy Williams, is in, uh in the fight over her finances with Wells Fargo, also represents the talk show host's ex husband, Kevin Hunter. Um <laughs> yeah. But yeah. doesn't see that as conflict of interest. Anyway. Um yeah. So oh goodness. All right. So I'm trying to get there. Oh, that was actually, I think just, yeah, I'm trying to get there. trying to get there. All right. So give us the rundown on what the situation is because I'm not getting. So
0: basic situation is is Wells Fargo has took it upon themselves to decide that Wendy Williams is incapable of managing her money and our petitioning the courts to place her under a guardianship. Yeah. That's a when little why? That's the, that's the main news story. Oh, my goodness. Wendy Williams yeah. needs a guardianship. When we start unwinding this, we find out that the person making the claims is the financial advisor Wendy Williams fired from representing her financial profile with Wells mm-hmm. Fargo. It's scary. That's that's a
1: really screwed up use of like power there. Like yeah. you should have the like Yeah, you should have the ability to fire your your financial advisor mm-hmm. without necessarily having to worry about this. Right. Now I, I mean here's the thing though. I think regarding Wendy Williams, a lot of people have been like, is she okay
3: for no, a she while? Hasn't.
0: she's facing, one, she has Graves' disease, which is destructive mm-hmm. on the body. Mm-hmm. She has a thyroid condition. That's the only way you can get Graves' disease. And then she's long-term mm-hmm. COVID. Yeah. So she's had a
1: lot going on. She's, and, and then there's been, you know, some addiction and recovery.
0: There's like, she's had a lot. Yeah. But she's okay. been very public with all that. And then we have mm-hmm. her going through problems health wise. Mm-hmm. We're seeing people that were totally functional, totally, you know, running marathons, get COVID, get long haul COVID. And they're bedridden.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I mean, part of me is sitting here going, but where's the line? Cause like we like we looked at the Britney thing. Mm-hmm. We we've been all up in the Britney thing. Right. Um, and I think we're all on the same page that right. like Britney never should have been in a conservatorship. Maybe she temporarily needed someone with a power of attorney to make some payments. Mm-hmm while she was, like, doing rehab and getting her shit together. But then again, right. how much of that shit could she have avoided, but not for her father? That's right. a whole question for another episode. Right. But now with Wendy Williams, I will uh-huh. say, like, she's had some moments uh-huh. that I think have have been a little more, like, What's going on? Like, does she need... Like, I don't think
0: she needs this level of, like, intervention. No. At well, all. She ne- well, and again, what she needs mm-hmm. is a business manager mm-hmm. and an accountant, a financial advisor. She has... A, mm-hmm. This account alone has $7 million in it. Yeah. Or did, the last time she was able to look at statements, had $7 in this one. I'm quite sure, like any other intelligent person, they have banks elsewhere. Right. So she makes the decision to fire her financial advisor. Gee, I change my financial advisors quite often. When they aren't doing what I want, when their stocks aren't performing, fire them. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, and I think this is kind of insane. Yeah. um, That they're like, they flat out just rolled straight into refusing to allow her to access her own accounts. Now, reportedly, there was also concern that she was being unduly um, influenced. Yes. Now, what else do we know on that one?
0: we don't know anything about this undue influence other than she decided to fire her financial advisor um so we have wells fargo that then freezes her accounts which wells fargo has been known to have problems with i don't know managing customer accounts opening accounts and multiple accounts in people's names in the same person's names like they got hit heavily with the feds before Mm -hmm. okay You know, well, so... Wells Fargo's had some issues. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm really struggling yeah. with this one as well. Um, because I, I,
0: right. I mean, granted, like, I. And CDN Blank always... is quoting that they're only doing this. Because their regulator thing, which isn't regulated, it's federally, it's not federally regulated. But, you know, it made a statement about if you suspect one of your elderly customers is under in-due influence, you should report it. They've taken a step forward. They froze her accounts. She sent out payroll and it bounced. You have $7 million in the bank and your housekeeper's check bounces. There's a problem oh, there's a
1: serious problem at that point. Um, I I mean, this is definitely feeling a lot like a squeeze play and a giant middle finger. Uh Um, And and I I, I don't argue that. Um, I do argue, well, I guess I question more.
3: Uh Um,
1: Like, I'm still back on, is Wendy Williams okay, though? Because on some levels, I would never describe her necessarily as the most responsible adult role model that one can Mm -hmm. have.
0: Right. I mean, she's she's okay. She has her health issues that she's been dealing with in Florida. She's Mm -hmm. mentally fine. She has appointed her son to be her um, financial power of attorney. They wouldn't accept that. They still wouldn't release the funds. They won't even give her statements. Oh, dear God. Yeah, Yeah, they're not even letting her log into the bank.
1: Yeah, there's a problem. Uh Like, that's, I mean, there's, there, like, I I can understand if you think a client is potentially in a vulnerable situation Uh and that there could be massive asset loss Uh that you may want to... Try to pump the brakes. Mm-hmm. I think guardianship's too far. Right. I think that you know there are better. There should be. Maybe there no. aren't, and that's the problem. Right. Better ways to pump the brakes than this, mm-hmm. because this this is pretty much like okay. Well, we don't like your decisions. Is right. what it sounds like on this face. We don't sure. like your decisions. We're not even going to let you know how much money you have, where it's at, what we've done with it. Nothing like we're shutting off your access mm-hmm. and then we're going to go one step further and claim that you are an incapacitated, you know, basically an incompetent adult mm-hmm. um, who needs a guardian. Right. Um,
0: I Currently, I just have to go with, I think that's too much. Right. And like, this is when she decided, this all occurred when she had to file a restraining order, mm-hmm. a TOS, demanding the return of her funds, demanding from them to free unfreeze her accounts. Mm-hmm. That's the only time that her, her lawyers, her legal team heard, or her son's legal team heard about them filing guardianship
1: yeah that's that's pretty much retaliation um uh, like quite frankly she should have had every ability to just go in and say hi i want all my money yeah everyone else does now i have like now there are instances Uh where it is legitimate that if you have um and and i understand what they're saying is there has also been a big push Uh that if you are encountering situations, um, especially because the bank can sometimes be the last, so to speak, line of defense on this, Uh is when you have a customer making really screwy transactions, like they're so totally off the wall, Uh that like counseling that customer to understand that you don't Uh have to do this, there's other things we can do, what's the situation is there another way you can work around Mm -hmm. that are you possibly being exploited Um, because in many instances we do hear and see of people that Uh get caught up in scams Uh or get caught up in situations where they're being pressured by you know people that shouldn't be taking or exploiting uh relatives financially right and are forcing them or, or at least twisting their arm heavily, um, or taking advantage of the fact they're on medication or otherwise not in some form of sound mind, sober competency, um, to, to exploit that situation for the money. Um, yeah, yeah. Somehow, I don't really feel like this is it. Not if there is a lawyer involved who is very much like, we don't know what the hell this is. Mm-hmm. Like, can you help me <laughs> understand? Yeah. Um, especially not if it goes at the last minute of like, you want to close your account, go to a competency hearing and fight it there. Exactly. That's boring. that's effectively what they've done. Yeah. And now, that seems too far.
0: And, you know, looking at this, we have seen this from stars before. Um, Mm -hmm. Ew. Uh, I don't know if this is how I share on Instagram, but I'm going to copy this and send it to the private room. And you can see (laughs) if you can tell me for yourself. She posted pictures on Super Bowl. She looking in good spirits there. She looking ready to go party there. Okay.
1: I mean, I mm, I just really struggle with this one. I mean, part of me goes, I I I'm thinking there's got to be more here. Like so, something is more here. Mm-hmm. Like something about like what, like either a they're kind of like taking advantage of like my first reactions. Well, it is Wendy Williams, let's not be too quick to rush to judgment.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, thinking that, you know, they they can rock this that way. Right. Um you know that no we're good financial custodians and that's why we're doing this. Um because, you know, it's Wendy Williams. Right. Um Versus, like,
0: is there a legitimate issue here? And I don't know that there is. I don't think there is. Like, I, I think can't... there's a. Oh my god, they fired her.
1: I mean, unless there's like video of like her showing up, you know, smeared in shit and
0: like smoking a crack
1: pipe while she's asking all her money. I,
0: mean, I does don't that think... look like she is, you know, in bad spirits. No. That looks like she that she's having problems. No, she looks great. Um, I'm just saying,
1: like, unless there is some horrible, like, video that comes out.
0: Well, I think um, there may be some horrible video of her showing her ass.
1: Oh, I'm sure at the point in which they brought that up, I I don't think anyone could really blame her. I'm just saying, unless, like, the preceding event in which she got into it with this financial advisor... Is okay. like she's talking to people that aren't there, and like she doesn't understand like mm-hmm. basic documents. Can't give her right. date of birth right, you know? Like she's just totally like ringing alarm bells all over the place, right? But yeah, unless they're re- refused,
0: refuse to honor Wendy Williams' power of attorney, her only son Kevin Hunter Jr. Which granted him the authority to make inquiry requests and inquiries to the bank on the behalf of his mother.
1: Which should make sense, given like, unless they're saying they just did that. Like, if he's held that for a while, like, if the bank's going to turn around and say you're an incapacitated adult, mm-hmm. then, hi, you just invoked the ability mm-hmm. for the pre
0: designated
1: power of attorney right you step in when
0: someone's incapacitated yeah like hello she has a power of attorney she probably has multiple power of attorneys because if you remember when i bought the car i had to get the car a lot of power of attorney to go deal with the car issue well yeah but that's that's a different one right. like it, it it's the same well
1: it's similar theory but different like it's a limited uh power of attorney to perform right. specific action on your behalf Then there is a durable uh, financial power of attorney, which Mm -hmm. I'm assuming is what's being pulled out in this case Mm -hmm. uh, or in this situation, which is like, hi, if you're sitting here telling me that my mother is not competent in your eyes to make financial decisions, Mm -hmm. then read it and weep, motherfucker. I'm the next person you go to, so what are you going to claim? I'm also incompetent? Right. Like, how many layers do you think you can go? (laughs) How many layers can this become a
0: problem? Now, the judge is going to be hearing, I believe it's either today or tomorrow, Mm -hmm. um, on the um, the, uh, TOS that she's filed. Oh, the TRS, the temporary. TRS, order. Yeah. 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 Something tells me this is going to get ugly. No, I think it's going to get ugly now. Wells Fargo is wanting to seal all the records. Wendy oh, is like yeah. hanging out there, honey. Hang it out. She oh, has no. hung everything out to dry. She hung her husband out to dry. She has hung, you know, the uh, radio station that she had to sue out to dry. You're telling me that yeah. she doesn't want to hang out? I
1: feel like they're really not understanding who they're messing with.
0: I like, don't think I don't,
1: got a clue. I mean, I'm sorry, but I don't know what the hell Wendy Williams could be spending money on that Wendy Williams uh-huh. would be afraid would like damage her reputation. I don't think so. There's much. What could she possibly like? I'm sorry, just to be blunt, we know she did drugs. She's been yeah. in and out of rehab.
0: We she's know been, she wrote alcohol. books
1: about her doing drugs. And, yeah, you know like, her we, clean. Like, She's put everything out there. Like we heard about it when her husband cheated. We heard about it when you know,
0: like well, what? What I heard think it. is interesting is how she used re. You know, everyone keeps throwing that she's been in and out of rehab. Honey, I mean, she went to rehab to plan a divorce. Hey, you know, it's a lovely vacation destination. Well, she um, had been so much control and, you know, embedded in her life so much. It was the only place she can get to to talk to a lawyer alone, talk to, you know, deal with stuff, you know, because she had to plan her career shot because he was inbredded in her career more than you're inbred to mine. I mean, embedded. Yeah. <laughs> For those of
1: you watching, we are from West Virginia. Not that part. Um... <laughs>
0: Sorry. couldn't. no, she, he, he was signing I mean, the he checks. To... He was managing the show. He was in every meeting. He was in her dressing room. He was with her every minute of the day when he wasn't with his hoe, who he now yeah. has a child with. She had to go somewhere to get the hell away from him to call a divorce attorney and say, all right, how do we get this fucker locked up? Yeah, really? And that's her second divorce. Her first divorce, she done classy. She took, she sent his ass off to work. She called into the studio, said, I can't make it in. I'm a little sick. Played sick for him. <laughs> and then called a moving company to pack his shit up and take it to a storage building. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I mean, I, I will definitely say she 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 is a creative thinker. Um, <laughs> yes, she
0: wrote the handbook on how to get rid of useless husbands.
1: Basically, hundred and one ways to leave your lover.
0: Um, <laughs> she's done most of them. Um, but no, well, she's I mean, lovers. I'm sorry, you know, she's got the title for men she's got a taste she likes that thug life it's all understood
1: yeah well but still you like you gotta know how to
0: get rid of them <laughs> i always plan the divorce the day you move them in basically yep. um but it, you know i i
1: mean i give her points for creativity she she <laughs> she is not a, i like and i think maybe this is some other problem um, or, or like the, the Wendy Williams image problem is right. she, she is not, you know, she is not the next Betty White. No, nah. like I'm just going to tell you now, she is not the next Betty White. She lived to 99, she's not the next Betty White. Mm-mm. Like, she's pissed some people off
0: daily, she, daily, really um, people off,
1: you know. She she is not beloved exactly
0: like I debate that one because she is
1: beloved. Her fans love her. Mm-hmm. She is truly beloved by her fans. Mm, not not B- Betty White beloved like who says bad things about Betty White? What the fuck? Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, like that's that's what I'm saying. Like she is not you know meek. M- mild-mannered she she is not you know just you know strong-willed
0: oh she's strong-willed
1: i mean she she's basically like a, a weird combo of like um lucille ball
0: and judy garland just slammed into each other. Well, n- there's another <laughs> one that's in that mix, and I gotta go find her. I think it's oh. Gloria Stefan. Um yeah. no, it isn't. Who sung respect?
1: Aretha Franklin?
0: Yes. Okay. If you ever watch some of Are- 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 Aretha Franklin's internal stuff, if you ever watched like she used to demand to be paid by in cash. Like, I, uh, I yeah, show I, up and perform, I want that $7 million in cash. Thank you. It goes in my purse. Have a good day. <laughs> there is no checks. There is no credit cards. I want green back, baby.
1: Yep. Understandable. Understandable. Um, I mean, there are those people. Um, mm-hmm. But it's still. It's
0: and still then, oh, God. Oh, how big is this blender? No, this blender isn't that big.
1: Um okay. So so Lucille Ball, Judy Garland, um uh Aretha Franklin,
0: Tanya Turner, uh, Tina Turner, and then the broadcaster from the 70s. The broadcaster from the seventies? What this what? is where she got her style from. Okay, what Oprah? No, from oh, okay. the 70s, honey.
1: I'm sorry, I wasn't alive then.
0: <laughs> sips I will take. Uh-huh.
1: Hi Brenda. <laughs> if you're watching this, this is me in my last words before I was murdered. <laughs> Live on making
0: a murder. Um <laughs> I am not going to be murdering you. I oh, know. I'm just giving you crap. You standardly do, but that's okay.
1: Yes, always can't help it. Oh, I feel like we lost Jade, who has not asked a, a question with the date of birth. So possibly, we're sorry, Jade.
0: Oh, there we go.
1: Jane right. Kennedy. Jane Kennedy?
0: Mm-hmm. Who? <laughs> Hold on. I'm hitting the Google myself. Jane Kennedy. J-A-Y-N-E Kennedy. replaced Philip George on the NFL today in 1978. Become the first American African-American female um, host to the network broadcast. Jesus, she had a career or has she a
1: career. Did. God, sorry. I guess she's still there. Um okay. sorry, I, I misspoke. Um, so yeah. 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 Okay. So she's 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 done a lot.
0: Yeah. Like, we're just gonna but go. That's all over where she place. gets her style from. If you listen to Wendy Williams hosts a show which is different than her comedy special which is different than her books you can hear Jane Kennedy's lingo in there it's like you listen to me and you go listen to Sylvia Brown I'm a little bit harsher and a little bit bitchier but I get a lot of my style from her Mm -hmm.
1: okay but no I mean so yeah there's your blender Mm mm-hmm Um, but no, I, I mean, so she's got a lot of different aspects to her.
0: Right. But, um, but it's a carefully created persona. It's like Dolly Parton. You can't tell me Dolly at home is any, is different than Dolly on stage. I think she's vastly different.
1: I don't know how much different though. I mean, I do think part of it is like a heightened version of herself. Mm-hmm. I, I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Um, I and I, I would say, you know, Wendy Williams at home isn't Wendy Williams on air. Um oh, I would hope not. Um, otherwise, you know, mm-hmm. hmm, that's a lot. Right. That's like a lot of a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, it's just still though, trying to figure out like where, where, like, you know, how much of it is the outward face, how Mm -hmm. much of it is the real person.
0: Well, from what I've heard, she's a very evil businesswoman. Like she will go in and nail contracts. I mean, she nailed her ex-husband to the wall. Yeah, I know that I totally
1: get. Um, and, and that's kind of what I'm saying though, is and then there's the whole like the issues that she has, right? Which typically for me, I don't know if anyone else has called it, but when you see someone who has a shit ton of issues, mm-hmm. um, and they're a celebrity, I mm-hmm. often wonder if that's because there's such a vast difference, right? Between the person that everyone knows, the celebrity. Mm-hmm. And then the person they are when they are by themselves. Like, if right. that's but where the problem is What's scaring
0: me out. in this case, and mm-hmm. um, Emily Baker covered it, is the section of the regulatory corporation that they're recording from, the bank can freeze your funds at any time for any reason. Mm-hmm. You had neck surgery. They could have frozen mystic, like Mystic's accounts until you proved your clemency.
1: Well, yeah. Until I can roll my ha- or well walk my happy button to a bank or get driven no over there.
0: into a competency hearing. Oh well, yeah.
1: No, arguably yes. Uh and honestly, I think a lot of this is rebounding out of elder abuse, point blank, like the or or adult financial abuse uh-huh. um, situations in which you set off that bank spidey senses. Mm-hmm. I, and I do think there's problems with that. Um, mm-hmm. That, you know, I don't think my financial advisor mm-hmm. is the best arbitrator of my mental health and, you know, my life circumstance. And, right. you know, and in the interim, you are shutting someone off from their in the entirety of their finances Mm -hmm. at least at that financial institution i don't know where the rest of or what the rest of her finances are um or if this is like she's got all of her eggs in one bastard um to borrow a dorothy parker um
0: of wells fargo and well according are, to tw- uh, updated february 1 net worth is 40 million dollars they're holding 7 million of it hostage so yeah
1: theoretically like at least good enough financial planning that she is not completely right cut off from her finances unless that's all the liquid right like we run into this sometimes when we're talking about like celebrities and how much they're worth and all that is people always think that like that $40 million number Mm -hmm. is like cold, hard cash. You can just walk into a bank somewhere and just pull that money. Right. No, (laughs) sometimes that's a combination of like, what is, you know, her show worth. As mm-hmm. a business that could be sold, what is her property worth that could be sold? What is her investment portfolio that could be sold worth? what are all these different you know fund of uh, 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 assets um that that are not always liquid mm-hmm. generally aren't liquid because if you're if you've got forty million and you've got it in cash. Uh-huh. Either you have a lot more money than forty million, or someone effed up right. real bad. Because if your entire net worth, like once you start getting over a million, is just sitting around in
0: cash,
1: um, that's a problem. Right. That's that's your money not working for you,
0: uh-huh.
1: um, like it should be.
0: Well, you know, and I'm going to advise anybody and everybody. One, keeps some cash. Two, if you got over a million dollars, it better not be in one bank. Because your FDI insurance is only up to 250000 Finally, now. Finally, now. Put That's it on, all Spread that ago. money around. And I believe it was Brenda posted something. And I'm telling you, if I ever go into the bank and they tell me I can't have $10 out of my account, we're gonna have a new bank before midnight. <laughs> yeah,
1: Um, that that would be a moment. Um, but no, there. And granted, again, like there are some instances mm-hmm. where you could have a bank have legitimate concern, right, over like what a customer is doing as, as to how a customer is approaching the situation if they look like they are being. Induce somehow like they're sitting there with her phone on being given instructions as to what to do and what to say like those are the reasons i i'm more than comfortable with a bank going whoa 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 right. we're not doing that right now until i understand more of what's going on right like, but this not.
0: sounds like it is a employee that just started Wells Fargo four years ago. Before that, they were still working with Wendy Williams for over 15 years. They got fired. Mm -hmm. And now they're bitter that they got fired. So they're using Uh every tool around to get back at their employer.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to disagree with that one at this point. Like, this is very strong arm Mm -hmm. tactic for what seems like a very benign
0: situation. Right. Yeah. And what's even worse is that that they're not accepting her son as her power of attorney. He's the one set to inherit it. He's the one that's got everything on it. That's the problem for me.
1: More importantly, what I want to know, what I want to know, what's the date on the power of attorney? Right. Like, assuming that her lawyer or or the lawyer that created that power of attorney isn't going to sit there... And fuck around with their law license because Wendy mm-hmm. Williams is having a bad day. Right. What's the date? Uh, and more importantly, there's also not, you know, a uh 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 notary public that's gonna fuck with their commission mm-hmm. because you know that right. would also be a big problem if they you mm-hmm. know lie about the dating of paperwork. Right. Um what's the date on it? Exactly. how long ago was this set up mm-hmm. like if you're talking this was done like last week um, okay that's a problem
3: right.
1: um you know I, and i would be there with that bank and be like yeah i mm, that's not pretty um now if you're talking about a document that stated years ago
3: uh-huh. before
1: anyone even thought about closing these accounts or doing anything with her money mm-hmm. or what the fuck ever or at least as recent as her m- most recent divorce. Right. As long as it's that recent. Right. You know, or or that long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that all makes sense. This is competent, sound mm-hmm. choices people make. What the hell do you have against the son?
0: Right. Like Explain it to me like I'm five, because I'm really not going to understand. No, because he's 21 years old. He's an illegal adult—that's mm-hmm. a lot of money—and I'm quite sure his mother taught him how to deal with a penny.
1: Here's the thing, though: is while like I, I could see a lot of people reacting to he's 21 years old and they're going to give him control over all of her finances. Uh-huh. Here's the thing: is I, I want to check this real quick um, because something tells me um Mm -hmm. that so we're talking about kevin hunter jr yes um okay i'm just curious Uh, i'm was just having this moment he's 21 come on like he doesn't have a a wikipedia
0: no he is not in star business
1: well, but you know he could still be in business. Business, right? Um, he's in yeah, college. Business. Okay. Well, granted, he is twenty-one, so there is that. Yeah, he's in
0: college um, in Florida, which apparently is where his mother's at.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, they don't know what his current net worth is. Uh, I was just trying to see if, like, because it's not uncommon for a lot of, you know, celebrity children to also have their own, like, not that mom and dad don't help, but Mm -hmm. to have their own, you know, yeah, mommy and daddy gave me a couple million dollars and I started a company, but hey, Mm -hmm. it's making me some money. Uh You know, they bought me some property and I get the checks for it. And there's a management company that takes care of everything, Uh you know, right? like seven, you know, a few million dollars here and there may not be a big deal. Like, you know, it may be like someone else's 21 year old being handed 500 bucks. Like they're not going to fuck that up, you know, or make a big deal with it. Right. I mean, not saying I trust every twenty-one-year-old with like seven million or five, even five hundred dollars sure. sometimes, but still.
0: Sure. But at the same time, it's baloney, you know. And what I, I really love his statement because a lot of the stuff here, um, he he does not normally make comments or posts. He stays out of his mother's business when he, unless he has to deal with stuff. He made a post here, oh, bit all these rumors, and I have to go find it again, because it was a kick-ass post.
1: Well, I was really liking the comment he made that I saw while I was trying to look him up, is he has flat-out said before that unless she got help, Mm -hmm. he was out of her life. Right, and that was when... That's a mature, responsible fucking adult. I don't care what age he was, that's a mature, responsible adult moment. Is right. like, look, I can't be
0: in this nightmare. Right, and that's when she was Get trying to go back together. to the talk show, barely yeah. walking, barely breathing, suffering from Gage disease, having a lot of problems in her health, um, mm-hmm. and not taking care of herself. Yeah. So, I mean,
1: again, this is someone, like, I don't think you can argue undue influence on that one. That That's like, Intervention 101 right is going look I love you and I care about you but I just can't right go down with the sinking ship you're on right like I can't do it I'm not gonna do it you can't ask me to do it it's un it, it is cruel for you to right. ask me to do that um like that's intervention 101 that, that right. look at people and say hi this is the shit that you're doing to me because of this right so you have to pick one right not that i don't love you not that i don't care about you not that i you know will never be able to care about you again mm-hmm.
0: but while you do that i can't mm-hmm. be there right and, and you, you know, know choose well, not only, yeah, yet, but that's one of those ones. And I can see it. She is she is a glorified workaholic. Confirmed workaholic. Mm-hmm. Um, she has been known to do an eighteen hour broadcast, go host a show and come back and do another one. So yeah, sometimes you have to you have to be stepped up and stepped out and sometimes and you go through this. Mm-hmm. When I get sick, he has to take my cell phone from me, hide my laptop, and close mm-hmm. the power off to my office, or I'll just keep working.
1: Well, moreover, it's more importantly, it is getting you to that point of like, okay, is it intervention time, or can you make this re- adult responsible decision on your own to go mm-hmm. heal thyself? Instead of continuing to like do more damage, right? Bringing yourself further and further down so that instead of being sick for a couple of days, you're going to be sick for like a couple of weeks or a couple of months. Uh Like, take it now, do it the easy way, right? Instead of trying to work through it the hard way, and then it becomes an even bigger issue later on. Yeah. Like, sometimes you do have to look at people and go, yeah, see, here's what you're about to do. Right. And no, we're not doing that. Like, you can choose to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have no sympathy for you.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, You know, and if you want that, you can call your mother. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure she's just going to have me bring her over to slap you upside the head and say, why didn't you listen the first fucking
0: time? Yeah. Like, that's but, all
1: the sympathy you're getting at that point. <laughs>
0: right. But if this was a national show, international show, hmm. syndicated, hello, Sirius XM. we're waiting <laughs> for contact. Um, well, we're international, we're just not syndicated. Right.
1: Uh, well, I, guess,
0: I don't know. Are we? And you haven't been, been able to get back to the show the whole season? Hmm. Oh, honey, you're going to do everything to get back to that show. And that's what she was doing. She was trying to go back early. Before yeah. doctors would clear her to go, and he's like, Uh uh-uh. uh,
1: you're gonna yeah. take care
0: of yourself, or I'm yeah. not gonna be here.
1: Well, yeah, because it does become one of those things if you, if, if you are already like you've pushed yourself too far, mm-hmm. and you're gonna try to get back up the minute you have the first, like, okay, <laughs> you know. And you're gonna hop back into the 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 hot seat and and right. the hard ass schedule that already knocked you down once
0: yeah right. no let's not do that right you yeah. know in general you know wendy's boy has done well for himself he's continuing to do well and he's managed all this he went from being the son who was just the son to now having to be i'm quite sure if she was long-term COVID. He's had to step up and be a caregiver. Maybe he ain't there bringing his mother the orange juice and making sure she eats. Maybe they've had to hire staff. Um, but whatever, he's
1: managing it. She's yes. not. Yeah. Well, and that to be expected in that situation, you can still right. be of sound mind and just like, yeah, your body's exhausted.
0: Yeah. You're like, exhausted, you, Mom.
1: You can make you're, bad yeah, choices You're, you're for wanting your to go selfless. back to
0: the schedule of taping five shows a week. You've got business meetings. You've got spotlights. I mean, they had a whole full guest tour booked for her. And yeah. that's like a hell weekend for me, but it's six weeks of it. Yeah. Well, and the reality is here that, like,
1: they're, it's not insane to be a workaholic. Right. I mean, hi, we're in the United States. It's fucking a national pastime to be a workaholic.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, it's football and workaholicism. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's all we've got. Right. Like, halftime shows and, you know, physical collapse. That's it. Right. You know, these, these, this is what you got to work with. Right. Um, so, the fact that she has, through a really strong work ethic, manage to push her body mm-hmm. to the brink of disaster doesn't mean she is mentally incapable right. like I think that would be a clear because I feel like in talking about this that one could look at it and go well but she also did this right and it's like no no that's a that's very different yeah like you you can push like you can make dumb
0: choices. Right.
1: Without being mentally
0: incompetent. Like we right. do it all the and time. Furthermore, to be questioning her mental competency because she wants to fire you. Yeah. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. That's a bit ridiculous. I mean, the the further down the rabbit hole I go on this one, the more I'm like, yeah, okay. Oh, hi, Louise. Very lovely to meet you.
0: Um, nice to meet you Louise Um, but no it's ridiculous it's ridiculous that a bank should have this authority it's ridiculous that a bank should even move in this manner well
1: given the situation yes I I don't think it's necessarily wrong exactly Right. I I think it needs to be better uh, like oh I feel like there needs to be a better oversight for this of you know like like, I, I get what they're I get what the process is for.
0: Right. But this process is is being misused. And it's only being used when she is trying to fire a bank. Right.
1: Well, and that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is that this is being misused. And that always tells me this means this is bad policy. Like this is a bad process. This doesn't have the controls it ought to have. Like Mm -hmm. And it may be found, the bank has done technically nothing wrong, legally speaking. They they may not have. Like, they may be full well within their abilities and whatever, but it is a giant red flag
3: Mm -hmm.
1: of you need, like, hmm, we need the government to go breathe down the back of this Mm -hmm. policy of what the fuck was that?
0: And well, how been, do we
1: prevent that situation from ever right. happening?
0: Again? And see, they were already doing that with the Britney Spears case. Mm-hmm. Now they're trying to do it again with Wendy Williams. Like, they lost control of one billionaire. They're now going after another billionaire. Come the hell Oh, off. is this the same bank from the Britney thing? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, they just can't
1: lose enough, can they? No. Nah. Like, goddamn Wells Fargo. Like, Wells Fargo oh, has been God. added to
0: my list of, I will not bank with you. Yeah, no, I think we're good. You know, there. with trust. I will never bank with trust. Oh, trust, whatever their
1: name is. Truist. Truest, truest. truest. Yeah, or whatever the hell it is. I can't remember. Like, how many times do these banks have to change names? Like, well, and I, often a reputation
0: sorry. gets ruined. That's how you know, Watch Wells Fargo. will go change names here, Sam.
1: Meanwhile, I'm I'm the idiot. I'm still calling them Branch Banking and Trust because that's uh-huh. what I know. BB&T was just a stupid acronym, as far as I'm uh-huh. concerned. Because what am I supposed to call you, the Bibbit? Right. I don't feel comfortable with my money reminding me of a frog. I'm going to the Bibbit.
0: They handled
1: it like they were a frog. I trust frogs more okay. um, like, sorry, I expected Kermit the frog. I got Pepe
0: uh-huh. like but, that was my know, vivid experience. And we deal with Wells Fargo as a cross vendor. They are not my bank of choice. My main, net, main network banks with them. And we yeah. have trouble out of their deposits almost every holiday in the International Space uh-huh. Center.
1: Well, yeah, it's effectively for every holiday and God forbid the end of the year is we just assume that one, like here's our end of the year plan, okay? It's see if we can, how much money we can get into the account um, before Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Because what we know is Thanksgiving is already going to be screwy enough. And then we're going to get back on track somewhere around the beginning of december and then somewhere towards the the later third of december we never know when no more money till the beginning of the new year sometime around the fifth or sixth right like you're just we're sorry the bank is closed like, our, like, the network is processing payments. They're stacking up at the closed bank
3: uh-huh. to
1: then be sent over to our bank that is reasonably closed for some holidays. But their computer systems
0: still work? Yeah. 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 Um, it's, yeah, I don't
1: get it. Well, it's, I totally it's, agree.
0: I believe in the mattress and trust we personally have our own Moose and Squirrel Banking of etc
1: Yes, yes. We do have a few few banks in the house. Um, but no, still, it's one of those things, like, I, I'm not all about the, let's pull all of our money out of banks, you know, and just go back to the the bank of mattress and box spring. Um, mostly because they quit making box springs. Uh-huh. But, additionally...
0: Um, know, you know, my favorite um, institution to bank with is the Bank of frigidaire. Mm. Lovely interest rate gives you your money within 24 hours. you know I'm just but no, I'm
1: not there. like I like I try to have decent trust in banks like and I know that's a big change over the span of like my grandparents to me. Mm-hmm. Cause you gotta realize, my grandparents legit were born before the Great Depression, uh huh, and you know, like they they saw this firsthand, close up. They were not really strong banky people, right? Like they they put their money in a bank, always expecting to lose it all, right? So like they they had the like some backup plans, right? They were a product of their time and generation. Now, you know, I'm not saying that I trust every bank explicitly to infinity and beyond. Uh-huh. I'm not there. But I would be absolutely furious in Wendy's situation because I expect to at least be told, where's my money? Uh-huh. What is my money? uh uh-huh. And for, you know, if you're going to tell me I can't access it, you need to give me very legitimate reasons why. And then when I resolve your issue, you need to make those funds available immediately. Or I can tell you right now, (laughs) Mm -hmm. like you will get the full weight Of Mm -hmm. my parents and grandparents Mm -hmm. descending upon your local branch manager.
0: Well, here's the thing, and this is the reason we deal with such a small little bank. Like, you know, I've found other ways to deal with international funds and stuff like that. But I love our little small bank because I can pick up the phone and yell at somebody. And if I ain't happy with her, I'll show up in her office. But more importantly, we always make sure to ask, am I related to you by any chance? you don't deal with that mrs Erickson can just take care of it for you oh well there you go um no sorry
1: it's a thing that that happened to me like there was a story in our family for years from one of my from one of my aunts about you know you just don't yell at people when things go wrong because you never know when you're gonna run into someone that knows someone who knows your mama. And uh-huh. then you're going to go talk to your mama who's going to tell you all about how much of an ass you made of yourself and embarrassment of her. Uh-huh. Not mother uh-huh. yeah, Well, you know. Um, <laughs> like, your mileage may vary. Um, now, <laughs> I turn around <laughs> And, um, yeah, oh, awkward family reunions, my ass. It almost became an awkward funeral. My dad died. And we started hearing from a cousin of ours that when, you know, that he was coming to the funeral and he was going to beat my ass. And we're sitting here going, him? what did you what the hell is going on? We like to never got to the end of the story just to find out what had happened was a ginormous misunderstanding. Um, see, the last time I yelled at our current bank was back in like 1990 something, okay? It was like 97, 98. Um, I, I got very mad because my money went missing. I made a deposit, night deposit box. I expected Lewis, honey, my funds. Thursday,
0: honey, We got to keep the lawyers happy. Yes.
1: Um, well, and I'll wrap this up and then we'll get your question. But um, I, I did a deposit to the night deposit box. I expected that would go through. No problem. Not a thing. And then like my money had not gone through like two weeks later. And I showed up at the bank and went, where's my money? I made a deposit. Where's my money? They didn't show a deposit. So I lost my temper in the drive through where at this particular branch, you could not quite see which seller you were talking to. And I proceeded to go in the bank and raise all holy hell. And they figured out the problem. And it turns out they had let go of an employee who was responsible for night deposit, and they had forgotten to check night deposit for quite a while. There were quite a few angry customers. Now, flash forward, <sighs> a decade and change later, my father dies. We're trying to figure out what the hell's gone on. We finally found out that the person that was working that particular tailor window that day um, was um, the daughter of the cousin now threatening to kill me, um, <laughs> who <clears throat> had gone home and thought she had laughingly talked about how, you know, all those times they thought I was just so nice that turns out I have the Arrington family temper. Uh, Mm -hmm. she thought it was funny and hilarious and had completely forgotten about it, only to find out years later her father had misunderstood that and um, was quite angry uh, that I had upset his daughter and cussed her out. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so as a good West Virginia man, he was going to beat my ass, understandably. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Don't well, you don't know.
0: <laughs> well, Mrs. Arrington can yell at your bank all you want, and he will have an enjoyable time doing it. True. 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 Fair enough. Fair
1: enough. Oh, I like, I just, my life experience is hilarious. I've learned this. Like, I just can't win for losing.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can. You just got to learn how to play the lose. All right, Louis, honey, we need your birthday. I have to make lawyers happy.
1: Yes, Louise.
0: Month, day, and year. All right. Oh, so while we wait for that, I understand there's a Windows 11 update finally. Oh yes. Oh,
1: and it's the good one. So Windows 11, uh, Windows 11's first big update arrives with Android apps, taskbar changes, and more. So it's currently being released through Windows Update Um, today, which as of this article was literally today. Um, So yeah, it's the first big update to Windows 11, um, including a lot of new features. Um, So yeah, the biggest changes are apparently related to the taskbar, um, and the time and date will finally be available on multiple monitors in Windows 11. Something that was missing at launch. Um, The weather widget also returns to the taskbar in this update. And a new mute unmute feature in the taskbar will be available for Microsoft Teams calls. Um, You'll also be able to quickly uh, screen share a specific app or window from the taskbar directly into a Microsoft Teams call. Um, They've also redesigned Windows Media Player and Notepad. Good God, they've redesigned Notepad.
0: Holy hell! We'll yeah, never figure it I hope they haven't fucked up because I write code in it too often.
1: I know we've been living in in Notepad for decades, guys. Like it has barely, barely changed from like Windows 3.0, anything, maybe right. even 1.1. I don't know. Um, so anyway, so yeah, there's some other new features. And then finally, it looks like they're getting the, um, Android apps that they had made a big to do about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Oh, and the new features for notepad are multi-step undo and improved search interface and dark mode support. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Oh, thank God. The media player app is set as designed to replace groove music. And Windows Media Player, and includes support for both audio and video, and a design that better matches Windows 11. Cool, cool. That's a lot.
0: Yeah, that's a lot. All right, let's hop into to the question,
1: Louise. All right, Louise five five Um, I would love to ask a question, if possible, please, about seeing if the close mail around me is distrustful and possibly stealing. I can't seem to trust my intuition on this, as it is close and personal.
0: Take a look here,
1: and that makes perfect sense, Louise. We we've we got you.
0: All right. I feel like you're in a weird juxtaposition with this one, with the high priestess popping up teamed up with the Seven of Wands, and the Two of Wands, you're trying to figure out which way to go. You also have emotional attachments. And we have the Ace of Coins showing up here. Is he stealing? No. Um, do I feel like he can be distrustful at times? Yeah, because he avoids arguments. Um, he tries to hold on to stuff for too long. And with the King of Coins here, you've got to remember to be the diplomat. I.e., See that when he's trying to avoid an argument versus lying, trying to avoid an argument is like leaving out the Paul Harvey rest of the story.
1: (laughs) No, that's not a poor pointed comment towards his co host.
0: Not at (laughs) all. And, you know, being totally dishonest is totally outright lying. So do I think he's trustworthy? Yeah. Do I think he's stealing? No. Do I think that? There's a Paul Harvey to this all? Yes.
1: Paul Harvey is sometimes a good person to just leave on the side of the road. Like, that's what I think. Like, sometimes it's like, yeah, I could get into the 400 things that went wrong, and you're going to get all emotionally involved in it and want to go beat someone's ass at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Everyone got where they needed to be going, there was no property damage, no insurance claims were filed, and everyone's still alive.
0: That's debatable. (sighs) Because there's been some people who got left at the end of the road.
1: Hey, I'm just saying. Uh, I don't need murder to feel loved.
0: Debatable. (laughs) Highly debatable on my, if that's one of my needs or not.
1: Oh yeah, well, yeah, okay. So I'm not taking your needs into consideration. Maybe you need to commit a murder in order for you like that's your love language, and I'm not letting
0: you express yourself. What the hell? Um <laughs> I didn't told you my love language. Money. Um got <laughs> uh, property. Um a dollaration, totally. Okay. So to our favorite segment of the show that Joe has added in, and I think everyone is loving it. Oh yeah. Uh, are you the asshole? And this one's interesting. Yes, in just one second,
1: I gotta figure out where my window is. Um because right now I can't get to it. Oh wait, there it is. I was staring right at it. Good God today. Um, so yeah, there we go. Making sure that's the right one. All right, am I the asshole for getting mad that... Oh, come on. Come on, Reddit. Like, whatever you're doing, just stop. Ugh. All right, we're going to see what we can do with this one. Am I the asshole for getting mad that my wife wanted to serve me plain pasta for dinner? I, husband, usually make all of the meals in our in the household. I told my wife i was going to make dinner tonight but she said she was planning to okay that's fine so i go back to work on my laptop she comes into the room and i ask her what she's making and she says leftover roast chicken and spaghetti oh you're going to make it with sauce no she says just plain spaghetti Okay, so why wouldn't you make some sauce for it? No one eats just plain spaghetti. And she says, sure, you can just eat it. What's wrong with eating plain spaghetti? I told her to do whatever, but I wouldn't serve her just plain spaghetti noodles. So I know it seems like maybe a dumb thing to get upset about, but she insisted on making dinner. By making dinner, she intended to warm up the roast chicken, which we got from Costco, and warm up the noodles, which were actually left over when I made us chicken carbonara. I was further frustrated because a few days ago she agreed to make dinner while I spent the afternoon and early evening cleaning out the garage. The task wouldn't have allowed me time to prepare dinner. I entered the house and uh, I entered the house tired and extremely hungry. It turns out she made food for herself and the kids. But she had planned for me to eat the leftover spaghetti with sauce and chicken I had made the day before. It was still in the fridge and in the container and I opened it to heat it up and there was like barely any pasta in there for a kid's meal which meant i had to now prepare dinner for myself when i was already tired and hungry she said she thought there had been more in the container i did get upset and told her i wouldn't serve her uh, her serve her plain noodles because when i make meals for her i try my best to make something she'd like to eat all the time because i take pride in that I told her it was insulting because it's like telling someone you'll make them pizza, but you just serve them the crust. I don't know. That's not pizza, is it? I tried to have her see she wouldn't serve her own sister plain spaghetti, but she insisted she would have Uh, no problem with that. I honestly don't believe that. I told her that would be embarrassing. I can't tell whether she's being serious that she believes it's acceptable to serve people plain spaghetti or she's digging in her heels because she won't admit she was just being lazy. To add, one, I got mad at my wife for serving me plain spaghetti noodles for dinner. Two, not sure if I should uh, accept her belief that it's okay and socially acceptable to serve people plain spaghetti noodles for dinner or if she is just being lazy and I should uh should take it to be insulting behavior on her part. Do I need to be more understanding? Am I the asshole? I'll let you go first. He's not the asshole. See, now that's where the comments get fun. Okay. There's a lot of questioning of like this might be a forest and trees malfunction. (laughs) That maybe he is the asshole, but not over this. And it's like, what did you do? Because your wife seems mad. (laughs) Like, this seems very, like, passive aggressive. Right. On one hand, or it's like, I feel like I'm supposed to make dinner, but I really don't want to. Right. You know, I I, I don't, but no. I, I think ultimately I have to go with the wife's the asshole.
0: Yeah. Like, wife's the yeah. asshole for two reasons. One, okay. he had already planned on dinner. Most likely he shopped for dinner. He brought dinner home. <coughs> he put it in the refrigerator. He had plans to make dinner. She isn't even trying to make him dinner. She didn't try to make him dinner to begin with. She didn't, The first time when he went and cleaned out the garage and said, you can do this or we can order pizza. I can't do both.
1: Yeah. Like, figure out a dinner plan. Right. I mean, that's where my biggest issue is, like, why? And I think that's where a lot of other people are with this one is, like, but why? Like it doesn't sound like they're they're financially suffering.
0: Nope.
1: Like, as in like if you're that lazy that right. you're just gonna boil water, like not even boil water, like you're just planning on eating like him heating up leftover noodles, right? Like that he made,
0: yeah. Um you know, um, and and this is something that, and and this is something I don't get. I personally don't get. Mm-hmm. It was up to very recently that you started having leftovers. Okay. For dinner.
1: Yeah. Like typically, we clear out most of the things we make, or
0: freeze them, or or freeze them or whatever, but normally dinner is always a fresh meal up until recently. He finally convinced me that he's okay with leftovers.
1: Yeah, I don't, like, that's what I was sitting here struggling with. Like, you're making it sound like I'm that guy and I'm like, I'm so not that guy.
0: I know. I've, but... I but
1: Like, y'all don't understand. I will eat cold lasagna out of a nine by 13 in my underwear over the sink.
0: I am not that guy. No, he isn't. But he is totally not that guy. I'm that guy. I (laughs) will make sure my husband has a good meal on the table because I promise you, ladies, a good meal on the table will keep him at least happy. Well,
1: yeah. Well, in in general, like if, for most human beings, a good meal will keep you happy. And it's one thing to be like, "Now we're doing leftovers. Like, grab the lasagna from the other night. Like, whatever the the spaghetti, the whatever." That's one plan, mm-hmm. and I can accept. Like, there's like you know, oops, mm-hmm. I left up, and maybe that was her situation, but like it wasn't even that it's like you were just like yeah there's plain noodles
0: eat that see and that's Mm. one that's the part i don't get about this posting because those plain noodles can be done a lot with you can add Mm. some of that pledge stuff you like
1: Uh, pesto it has a name it's not pledge i'm not using cleaning products like i am not either. (laughs) you are Uh, too using cleaning products he, this is how much he hates pine nuts, guys. He confuses it for pine salt. Um. So, moving right along.
0: Okay. Pine salt, pine nuts. Same you thing. You can do that mind. garlic butter that I love doing on pasta yeah. and then topping it with some real meat and adding a nice half and half cream sauce to it. Not that technically hard. Yeah. Like, the invisible assistant, whose champion right. food is pork chops, could have done that mm-hmm. meal.
1: Well, but moreover, like, one, it's like, but she made food for herself and the kids. Right. One night. Well, no, that night.
0: But no, she had there, only he's talking planned. about two different nights. Okay. One night is when he was cleaning the oh, yeah. garage and said, I don't have time to do dinner. You can either cook dinner or we can order something up at the garage. Oh, yeah. So basically twice
1: he was going to end up with the plain noodles thing. And yeah, like he's not. And I don't get it. I don't get it. Like I'm, I, you know, I'm not saying like you're a weirdo. If you eat plain noodles, like nothing on them, just the noodle. Um, Like you boil it and here's your noodle. I'm not saying you're weird if you do that. If that's your thing, that's your thing. Like, go with it. Um, But generally speaking, that's not everyone's thing. Right. Like, that's just not normal. Like, that's not a common thing. Let's go with that. That's not common. No. Most people use noodles as a carrier for something.
0: Exactly. Butter. Sauce. Both in a can. I'm quite sure this gentleman has, if he's made Cabanero, then there is a can of tomato sauce in there. You throw some Italian seasoning into it. You saute some garlic. You throw some mushrooms on it. It takes 10 minutes.
1: Moreover, you had every opportunity when he offered to cook. Exactly. It, you know, like, unless there's whole like a whole other argument going on, he forgot to mention Mm-hmm. In which it's like also, I recently told my wife she's a lazy bitch and doesn't fucking cook or help around the house. Right. Then, I would understand like why she's doing this, like mm-hmm. this passive aggressive, and like, you brought this on yourself, though, All right like, See that, you know, like that I could follow. And then it's like, yeah, he's the asshole. But like just randomly, mm-hmm. it's like I don't know. Like I can't get inside the inside her head to understand what this is if there's not already a problem. Right. Um. And yeah, like I'm there. Like spaghetti noodles with meat and maybe some butter. Hmm. That's a meal. Plain spaghetti is just a
0: little odd. Well, not only that, but it's not a heated plain spaghetti at that. Yeah, at that. And, you know, so yes, she's the asshole in multiple directions. Um, I don't know if she doesn't know how to cook. It kind of sounds like it. Um, So yeah, cooking classes and books are in order. Um, If she can, then if she can, then she's the asshole. So she fed the kids, but not him. She sounds upset with him. Still the asshole. I don't yeah. care how mad I am at, the, at that co-host right there. He gets mm-hmm. dinner. It may not be the most quietest cooking moment ever. You know, the Google is on 10 and I don't want to play house is blasting at 11. You know, but then
1: again, like that was the other night and it was just because you couldn't get Google to play anything else. Um, like Google was locked into we're having a fight tonight. <laughs> and it's like, no, yeah. Google, no, we're not. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with Google. Maybe it thinks you're on a period. Um, you know. Yeah, <clears throat> but you do not currently want to murder your husband. Please find a different playlist. Yes. Um, like I think the algorithm had a moment.
0: Well, I'm finding that the algorithm is having a few moments, so now I've started telling it exactly what I want to hear. Exactly. And it seems to be working. Right now, I'm on Nickelback, but, you know, it'll switch probably tomorrow. There you go. Um, but, no, I, like, I just
1: don't, like, Huh. Like I find the TikToks and stuff where like people are like, what do you want for dinner? And they're pissed at their spouse and they say, I don't know. So they write, I don't know on a sheet of paper and they cook it and serve it on a plate. I think that's funny. Uh-huh. I think any spouse in the middle of an argument would find that shit funny. Like uh-huh. you can't not laugh at that. Like, it, you know, like no matter how ticked you are. But, this, but that's not plain spaghetti and, like, a legitimate thought that, nah, that's a meal. Right. Like, that's just confusing. Like, what the hell are you supposed to get from that? Other than, like, I'm with him. Yeah. Like, I would just be staring at you like, do we need to talk about something? Or mm-hmm. did, you, like, you have a stroke? Hey, when you had a stroke. What's wrong with your brain? Because right. this don't make no kind of
0: sense. Um, well, I know what my response would be. My response would be, okay, we're going to omelet shop, kids. Enjoy your plain spaghetti. Yeah. yeah
1: I Yeah, I would be down for that. Like, you want plain spaghetti, you have plain spaghetti. Like, you, you eat that right on up. Right. I'm not eating that. Right. Like, I don't know. I, I just, one, I don't really understanding you. I've never really understood using food as, like, an arguing technique. uh uh-huh. Like, I, I, I think that's really stupid. Right.
3: Well, not like, like
1: Denying someone a meal, fucking with their food—like those are things. Like no, 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 no. See, that's not how you communicate. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I, I like we joke about the fact the, the the whole salad thing. Um, that that's more funny. Um. <laughs> and Brent is like, I wouldn't laugh at that. The I don't know, fried up in a pan, served on a plate. I would find, like, I, like, you know, I would have to stop and laugh at that moment. I would just have to have it. But, uh, oh, yeah, see, that's the kind of, like, I, knew mm no, mm-mm. no. Like, no. Uh, So the the comment here is my husband will add hot sauce to things and claim he forgot I was eating it too. Uh, Yeah, no. See, no. I think that's some passive aggressive bullshit. And you're fucking with someone's food. Don't fuck with people's food. Like, I'm sorry, how are you supposed to have trust in a relationship if you're willing to give, like prepare for me food, Mm -hmm. you know is going to cause me problems. All Right. Oh, but then again, I guess all's fair in love and war jokes on him. I know which hot sauce gives him the poops and add it when his back is
0: turned. So, yeah, spy versus spy. (laughs) That's okay. Here's a counteraction to it. Lemon juice, vinegar, or wine, or a dash of tomato.
1: See, but here's my thing, though, is I find out someone's pulling that stunt on me. I'm just not eating what you're
0: cooking. No, I'm talking about the hot sauce.
1: Oh, yeah, the hot sauce specifically. Well, but even the fat. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying, you fuck with my food. Uh we just lost the level of trust in our relationship to where "Mm, i'm not eating shit you prepare Uh like don't care what it is don't care how good it smells don't care how good it looks i'm just not Uh eating it like you like and more importantly if i've lost that level of trust that like we're down to like someone stealing my food at the office we're gonna you know play games uh-huh. Um yeah, I'm um <laughs> I I'm going to, you know, see myself out of that situation as quickly as I can. Uh-huh. Um because I'm sorry, that's that's like a level of trust I think people should right. have. Um, you know, but yeah.
0: Oh
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then also, of course, with anything too salty, you add a little sugar. Anything too sweet, you add a little salt. Uh, I mean,
1: but then again, like, we're talking about like solutions for things that, like, you just did a little too much when you were cooking it. Not, I'm explicitly uh trying to make you suffer Uh while eating this. Right. Because I know I can handle it, but you
0: can't. That's right. fucking with it again, food. that's I don't that's know... like me cooking with sriracha all the time. I don't cook with yeah. sriracha, I put it on mine. Now yeah. I have made things too spicy for you here lately. I don't know what the hell's up. It just is what it is.
1: Yeah, but I don't feel like you're fucking with my food.
0: No, I'm cooking it. It just isn't hitting your yeah. taste buds right.
1: Right. And and that happens and there are those moments. Um, but no, like at the point in which you're getting confirmation, oh, I forgot you were eating it. (laughs) Bullshit. Um, No. No. See, that's fucking with someone's food. Don't fuck with people's foods. Mm -hmm. Like, no. Because I'm sorry, I, like, here's my problem with that, is like, I have problems with aloe. Mm -hmm. Massive problems with aloe. There's a, like, there's a lot of things that have aloe in them um so my problem with if you will fuck with people's food to make them uncomfortable that worries me because would you fuck with food to the point that you start adding things i'm allergic to Mm -hmm. um because like that's not just being passive aggressive anymore that's called attempted murder. Right. Like.
0: You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. don't screw with people's food. You don't Just, screw with people's food. You don't. And you take pride in it. That's why, like, I have a weird rule. Nobody's allowed to cook in my kitchen but me. I don't want to find no other boy in my kitchen.
1: There you go. Um, But, yeah. So apparently we should check out the YouTube show Hot Ones. They do interviews while eating hot wings with specialty sauces. The he uses those sauces, and I'm just, no. Yeah, yeah see, I don't, I, I just have never been able to do a lot of spicy. Like, you can revoke my man card all you want. I don't care. Um, Because after I watch two co-workers at a, a, a firehouse ups. Um, play the Who Can Handle the Hottest Sauce. Uh-huh. And um, I still haven't decided who, whether he was the winner or the loser or maybe both. But when I watch an adult man become delirious and spontaneously cry with no control because these aren't like tears being generated as like part of sadness or emotion but literally like the seizure of a fucking gland because of the level of spice they have just ingested and then vomiting uncontrollably um see I don't think that's a game
3: Uh
1: I I think that's just stupidity with food
0: and it's right. like, I like my food. Yeah. I like eating my food. Right. Well, Brenda, you know, my dad used to make for breakfast Gravied peas. I still have I, I a have problem with peas, not gravy, but peas gravy oh. is never a good thing.
1: Yeah. It took a long time before you would even eat peas. Yeah. Like, you were mm, horrified by the idea. Okay. Now, I will say my dad fucked one up for me. You will never see me. Like, it's a cry for help, is what I'll tell you. If you see me eating chip beef on toast, it's a cry for help. You just call 911.
0: Well, I'm going to say this. You're going to have to take longer steps for that. One, I don't buy chipped beef. My husband don't like it. I ain't buying it. It ain't in the house.
1: I'm just saying, if you see me in public and I'm ordering chip beef on toast, I am sending you a message.
0: That he's being held hostage. (laughs)
1: 911. There is a massive problem.
3: Mm -hmm. Like,
1: you will not be wrong. I have ordered chip beef on toast. The world is upside down why because the other unfortunate name for this is shit on a shingle and my dad dearly loved calling it that and then he found out that like he could manipulate me into because i tried multiple times to eat this to the point that i finally gave up because every time i tried to make it like i would make my plate and i'm going to eat it he said that, and now I can't. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't get it out of my head. And then he did that so much, I just, nope, it's a dead food to me. It does not exist. Doesn't exist. Nope, never going to have it.
0: There. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't buy chip beef. I don't use the dehydrated beef. I, there's a 1930s recipe I've been wanting to try, and I have to wait for Joe to go out of town. But... <laughs> You can
1: make it around me, but there's no chance in hell I'm eating it. Yeah. Like, hell, I will make it for you.
0: (laughs) No, honey, you will not. It's like you won't cook steak for me either.
1: Well, that's exhaustion of trying to cook steaks. Like, Dad went through a thing. I just want
0: them blue. You just got to put it in there heat it up.
1: Well, on the bright side, you know, never mind. We're not even getting into that one. There's no it. value. But anyhow, um,
0: I mean is you don't fuck with a man's food, especially when he's working. Like, that's rule one. So, wife is ruled the asshole. Yeah. Secondly, husband should really consider padlocks in his kitchen. You're that or just a permanent, like,
1: no matter what she says, you're cooking dinner. Like it's it's a cute idea that you could share that responsibility, but obviously, obviously, you can't. So just work around it. Just nope, I cook meals. Yep. Like plan for it, set up around it, just determine and that meal plan so that
0: you on the days you don't feel like cooking, there's easy food. Yeah, yeah or go ahead and make that you know pizza budget mm-hmm.
1: like pizza,
0: just if you're gonna corner, you know pizza, well? Chinese well heck Chinese is really easy to cook um which by oh, the way but... guys I um there will be a video coming out I don't think it's this week I think this week is Aston's Q and A is on love next week's video will probably be me doing a slow roasted chicken and how to do that because that's so simple mm-hmm um and we've started doing it and actually i found it's a large budget savings to just buy the whole chicken shred it mm-hmm. up i use it for everything yeah yeah and it's good it's really really good yeah you've liked it oh yeah yeah, Which, uh, yeah. and you know,
1: cheap so cheap
0: yeah like
1: wow cheap yeah because how much were those little chickens again like
0: 350 350 and I think I get two of them for six they're in the oven all night I don't have to bother them pop them out cool them down shred them up and I've got shredded chicken for everything and I'm not buying three bags of chicken because and it's better recipes that say use chicken breast you can use any form of chicken
1: yeah it it really needs to nondescriptly
0: say add chicken to this quantity right whatever it Um, is right um also i got to cook something different tonight and the next time we do it i'll film it for you guys whiting mm-hmm. and power greens yes some delicious power greens pictures on my instagram um okay. those recipes will probably be coming out for our patreon soon oh yeah, yeah.
1: are you gonna give them the the bread recipe
0: I can't give them bread recipe because it isn't mine, but it's Frugal Fit Woman's oh, awesome. bread recipe, and I will probably send that over to the baristas. Um, yes,
1: because the yes. bread was awesome.
0: Oh, I'm glad you're loving it. Finally yeah. found a bread recipe you like. I know. I have to be picky. Oh, we don't want to get into picky. Oh, but come on. This is probably the easier bread recipe, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's just longer. Like, I have to plan ahead of a, a two yeah, days.
1: It's longer, but it's easier.
0: Right. Like, it works out. It works out. But, you know, while we're talking about this, guys, remember to like wherever you're watching this at. Subscribe to that channel. If you're on any other social medias, please follow me. I'm Aeson Knight. A-E-S-O-N-K-A-N-J-H-T. You get daily videos. We're going to be upping some daily stuff going out. Um... I always get appointments. Of course, you can go to PCSPNetwork.com and get instant access to me and a lot of really great benefits by joining our Patreon. Our Patreons support us. They support what we're doing. Their role is going to become even more valuable with this crap going on with TikTok um, and this crap going on with uh, Facebook and Instagram because if it, if it applies to Facebook, it applies to Instagram um, and all the other. So, so that means that you guys need to be on my YouTube Oh, power greens, yes. Sautéed with mushrooms and fine garlic and onion. Like you didn't know. It was amazing. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, of course, we want to thank our supporters, Beverly Walker, Mika G, Kathy, Mary Winfield, Brenda Bryant, Ashley Guest, Shannon C, Shannon D, the ever-wonderful Lady Gwendolyn, Charles Shaw, and Dottie the Psychic. If you'd like to learn more about the show, about us, or if you too would like to become one of our wonderful Patreon supporters and become one of our baristas, please visit us at pcspnetwork.com.
0: Yes. All right, guys. You guys have a magical evening. Lady Gwen is on tomorrow night with uh, Divination Night. Um, I believe Dottie has a live stream. And then, of course, we'll be back Friday with... um, mountain and who knows what we'll be mm-hmm. talking about because we're always covering the top yes <laughs> absolutely yeah
3: <sighs> so until
0: then good night y'all please remember to like share subscribe pass us along we don't mind being passed along um and- a calm before
3: the storm, you know what's coming so be one You can't stop me now!